Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. So two nights ago, I'm standing on 43rd and 7th Avenue in Times Square with this, uh, with this guy, Luke Rudkowski, over here. And we heard what sound, it sounded to me kind of like a whip crack or a lightning strike. Like lightning strike, like it was weird, and I knew it was a weird sound. It, and and I immediately I look around, no one's reacting. We got cops everywhere, and I'm like, okay, that was weird. That was a weird noise. But you know, quick assessment of everything. I don't see anything in my vicinity. I don't see anything going on. No panic. No police action. Everything seems fine. Or whatever. We go back inside. We're in this party. We go downstairs. Turns out, apparently, a jihadi with a machete struck two cops and then they shot him and that was the noise we heard on the south end of Times Square that was crazy and I saw Matt Bender uh, progressive uh, personality tweeting because he was I guess he was outside the perimeter or something happened and then I was like yo what time was this and then he was like 15 minutes ago and I was like dude we heard that gunshot that's crazy so I don't know what's going to happen with 2023 but like within an hour of the year about being about to start that's what happens and i was kind of surprised i was like jihadi action that's that's like a throwback you know that's not really what we've been, we've been seeing for the past few years it's been all like far left far right but let's get into it we got this big story so i'll tell you i got another story for you i'm in savannah georgia and i'm waiting in line at leopold's ice cream for everybody who knows that and i'm talking to shane cashman about a potential story we're working on and then uh, you know he's gets on his phone i'm standing there and then all of a sudden i see this story about andrew tate getting arrested and then Shane walks up and I'm like, did you hear? And he goes, yes. Like we instantly knew we were talking about the story about Andrew Tate. So the claim was that a pizza box got him caught, which is nonsense and a lie. The whole thing was a hoax. We don't know exactly what's going on. He's been arrested and detained on allegations of trafficking. Some people on the right are saying it's worse than anyone realizes. Some people on the left are saying he's a human trafficker. But we're going to break this down and we're going to call out there is a prominent trans activist who has been spreading outright dis and misinformation using corporate press, going before Congress and just outright in the most exaggerated way, making up fake news and the media just buys it. They buy right into it. So we got a lot to talk about that and so much more. We've got the Fauci files, Elon Musk. Biden was ordered a few months ago to release communication. So this this may uh, play into what we're seeing with the Fauci files. We'll talk about that stuff, too. We've got uh, Kevin McCarthy. He's moved into the speaker's suite for the Speaker of the House. But uh, what is it? Luke said nine people, nine, yep, nine members of Congress are, are saying, opposing nope. him. Good. <laughs> but don't forget to go to TimCast.com, become a member and support our work directly. We're going to have a members-only members only uncensored show coming up for you later tonight that I can only uh, imagine will be particularly spicy to kick off the new year. There are a lot of stories um, that we'll end up talking about. I mean, we, we, we have the story right here on the front page of TimCast.com. The execution of a transgender identifying person, the first in U.S. history, and I oppose the death penalty. So we're going to talk about that and a few other things, probably a lot more in the members-only show. So become a member. Go to TimCast.com. 
click join us. And we've got a, b- a bunch of other stuff in the works, too. We're, we're setting up this coffee shop, as I mentioned, so people can come and actually hang out in a physical space where we play these shows, where we have comedy events, music events. We're going to have games. We're going to have Ian's Crystal Cove, where you can watch movies and chill out, and there's crystals everywhere. And then we're going to start building more of these to create physical space hubs where people of, of like mind can hang out. We're going to put it, Molan Labe in the front window. We're going to put American flags in the window. We're not going to cower in, be, in, in, in fear from Antifa. No, no, we're going we're gonna to put up the come and take it signs and flags and all that stuff. And we're going to start pushing back by creating a space where all we have to do is hang out and share a cup of coffee. Maybe, I, I think we're working on a liquor license too. So um, we've, we've got plans for setting up a bunch of these all over the place. And I'm really excited for that. With your support, we will do that. So become a member at TimCast.com. Smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Oh, boy. We have an awesome guest tonight. We have Haya Rychik of Libs of TikTok hanging out. Hi. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? So my name is Haya, and I am the creator of Libs of TikTok, um, mostly known on Twitter, but we're on all social channels. (laughs) What? Sorry, oh, sorry. Change I, was, the camera. I was too busy focused on your on your audio. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically what we do is we hold up a mirror to the left and show people what they themselves are saying, and they just can't stand to see it. You did your first interview with Tucker Carlson. Uh, was, that, was that a week ago, right? Yeah, a week ago. And now you are doing more public forward-facing interviews and conversations, and here you are sitting here with us. I'm, uh, I'm grateful that you're here. And you know so much about this. It's really interesting how um, I'll, I'll, we should definitely talk about your, your origin story, too, because you've become one of the most important investigative journalists by simply watching their videos and then showing them to people. I, I've talked to, right, right in front of you for people who, who can't see. We have uh, uh, the genderqueer book. Ian bought that. And, one of, and, and we talked about how it's like, I don't want to give this person money, but, pe- but we, need, we need proof. I've talked to so many people about this stuff and they're like, there's no way that's true. We were were talking earlier and I said, so much radical nonsense has happened over the past couple of years. The average person who hasn't been paying attention will never believe it unless you show them. Exactly. Yeah. And this is this book is in every single public school almost. I mean, it's it's everywhere. And if I show it this, they'll probably take the stream down. Um, Yeah, there are. Uh If you post images from this on Instagram, (laughs) they're going to take it down. That's right. Even on so, searches like Google searches, yeah. I try and find it, and I don't find any of the stuff that you would not want in schools showing up exactly. publicly. So I, th- I, th- I think it's a combination of they don't want people to know it exists because it will upend a lot of the plans of these individuals. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, it is shocking to the average person. It's absolutely shocking. And that's the best way really to educate people and to raise awareness is to just show them sh- the straight up facts. Like I always show images of this and I'm like, this is in your kid's school. Like you need to do something about this. And they say to me, they're like, maybe, but like what? Like one or two. And I'm like, dude, con- like, come on. Like, no, like, I'm not going to come out of here and claim 50,000 schools have it or anything like that. But we keep hearing from more and more parents at more and more school meetings. It's been hundreds at this point. It could be more. And it's not just this one right, book. It's, it's not all, just this it's, book. It's all the other yeah. books. It's all the other weird stuff. Yeah. We, I have a we, list. I mean, there, there's there's hundreds of books. I think it was Asra Nomani who came on. Was that who it was? Yeah, yeah. She had a stack of all these books. Crazy like stuff. five children's yeah. books. So 
Thanks for joining us. This will be a lot of fun. Libs of TikTok. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's going to be great. And then, of course, Luke Rutkowski is here. It's not just that they're going to take it down if you post it on Instagram. The White House and the FBI is going to take down your account if you talk about it, which is absolutely crazy. And this is why I think sanity is not statistical. That's a quote from 1984. It's one of my favorite books. Also, Lex Friedman's uh, book that he's going to be finally reading. Uh, And I think our modern society is definitely reflecting this quote. And that's why I made the shirt with Lady Liberty having better days which you could get on the best political shirts.com because you do that's why i'm here thank you for having me this should be a great conversation uh, real, real quick someone super chatted already it's really really good 2023 my butt this is 2020 part four the nope hope oh geez doesn't it feel like that <laughs> hey buddy hey buddy <laughs> hey everybody welcome back i uh, hope you had a fantastic couple weeks i did it was really nice um you know let's just get to it i'm ian you know me you love me whether you want to or not what's up what's up kaya good to see you <laughs> What's happening, Serge? And I am Serge. I've had a long day. It's been a bunch of delays, difficult flights. Uh, you know, so you guys probably know exactly how it is if you're living in the Mountain West. It's been ridiculous, dude. So. This 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 was one of the most brutal holiday travel seasons. Everybody knows, I'm what, sure. We had, we spent a day at the airport. We slept too. on the ground on on like mattresses that they had, some blankets. Mm-hmm. Thank God they had mattresses. You we, saw those pictures coming out of Southwest with all the luggage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. crazy. Wild. We uh, did. Did they find our luggage, our equipment? Oh yeah, it's all been here. It's all, oh, it's, all oh it's here already. Yeah, but they'll yeah, use, yeah. They'll they, use they like party. didn't load our, our our equipment from Turning Point when we were leaving Phoenix. They, oh they, really? They lost okay. it. Sounds. Was, sounds was there any Biden of officials there? No, not okay. that I was going to say maybe Sam Burton, but you guys are all men, so yeah. I don't think he's into that kind of luggage. <laughs> no, no. Mm, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Joe Biden, right there. Let's uh, let's let's <laughs> jump to this first story. Let's get into it. We have this uh, Twitter thread from Jesse Single. He says because she is very on Twitter and has Harvard in her bio. Carabayo is seen by journalists with no subject matter expertise as a serious voice on anti-disinformation, counter-extremism stuff. She spreads disinformation all the time, like seemingly every new viral lefty rumor. The story, my friends, Andrew Tate's (gasps) arrest. So as I mentioned, uh, you know, in the intro, I'm in Savannah. We're in line at Leopold's. Savannah people know what I'm talking about. Tourist ice cream. It was really good, by the way. But the line's massive. Shane Cashman is there. He did this excellent story on Kerry Lake's election lawsuit. He was there. I, you got you really got to read the, the story if you haven't. I tweeted about it. It's on TimCast.com. But anyway, we're talking about we're talking about Andrew Tate. Ten minutes later, he's like he's like walking around on his phone. He walks back over. After, I pull up Twitter. I see the story breaking, and then I'm just like, "Dude, did you hear?" And he's like, "Yeah, what's going on? Like Andrew Tate gets arrested for human trafficking." And so then all of a sudden, this story emerges. He did this video in response to Greta Thunberg where he's smoking a cigar and he's eating pizza and he says, get me some pizzas, make sure the boxes aren't recycled. Alejandra Caraballo, a trans woman, posts, Romanian authorities needed proof that Andrew Tate was in the country, so they reportedly used his social media posts. His ridiculous video yesterday featured a pizza from a Romanian pizza chain, Jerry's Pizza, confirming he was in the country. This is absolutely epic. This is outright nonsense fact. But the crazy thing to me was when I saw that going viral, I was immediately like, why would they need a, a video of him eating pizza? He flew in. He's on the manifest. When, when, when they're, when, while they're flying private or otherwise, they provide a list of names of people entering the country. He'd have to have a passport unless he like bribed somebody. But even then, it's as, as if like they needed proof he was in the country to arrest him. Why would they need proof he was in the country? Either he's in the country and they go arrest him or he's not. So what was the point of this tweet? Right. Just to make up a lie. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No to to po- post some insane lie. And then Carabao says, not only did Greta Thunberg destroy Andrew Tate with her tweet, she made him so angry he inadvertently tipped off Romanian authorities of his presence in Romania with his lame comeback video. The dude has a complex in Romania. He's got a he's got a massive building complex. This is this this is uh, it's a hoax. But it's not just this one story. Jesse Single also points out Carbio Carbio helped spread the rumor that the Club Q shooting had a connection to anti-LGBTQ rhetoric, still unproven. And then that story went viral, like, oh, this person was anti-LGBTQ. Then it turns out the person was non-binary. And he says the same deal with the power station attacks, which remain unsolved. Authorities are still seeking a motive. Carbio gets viral attention by suggesting some of the attacks had to do with drag queen story hour. The crazy thing is this person, this trans activist, speaks before Congress literally just takes a random story and then says, oh, it's because they hate trans people. And the media runs with it. This person is also cited as an online safety and disinformation expert. So not just does the media run with with all the lies, but they also they also use Alejandra to to talk about safety and, 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 and online disinformation. And it's just bizarre that this person just spreads all these hoaxes. And I'll note that these hoaxes actually have re- have real world world effects. Those the other two um, hoaxes that that were spread, they actually blame them on on me. So I'm getting tons of hate because, you know, they they said that that I caused the the power outages because I posted about that drag show, and it it has nothing to do with drag. Right. And it wasn't just me getting hate. There were other you know other other big accounts also getting getting hate for posting about those events. So this person is out here spreading lies. And we're, we're, we're getting a lot of hate for it. And it's, and then the media cites them and it's just totally, it's totally not true. I want to talk about Andrew Tate a little bit, but I first have to ask, why do you think it is that they hate you so much? I think it's a really big threat to them when they see their own words being, being said and being spread the way that it, that it is. But, but no, 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 I'm sorry. That's what I don't understand. A person says a thing. And then you go, hey, look, this person said a thing. And they're like, stop, stop. Yeah. Wait, 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 what? Well, not just that. Also, they want to go viral on, on TikTok. The reason they make TikToks is to go viral. So they want these videos to be shared and spread and, and they want a ton of views, but just not by us. Do you I, like take it out of context and just post no, the worst? Never. I, I, I don't edit the videos. Yeah. Do you just take like tiny clips of, of longer videos and post like the most wacky Only if stuff? it's like a 10 minute video. You, you should have responded to Tim's question by saying you're a top G and that there's a war on top T's going on right now. Is that what, uh, is that what Tate says? Uh, that's what people in the comment it's section the are going after. They're, yeah, he's making vague kind of mm-hmm. gestures. Uh, someone is tweeting for him, obviously, because right. he's still being detained for 30 days in a Romanian jail. So a lot of people don't understand how, how things work in Romania. They think it's very similar to how it works in the United States. It's actually not the case. I want to kind of bring them back to what's happening with Andrew Tate, because in Romania, you have to be accused of a crime. You don't need probable cause. Police could hold you for 24 hours and, of course, uh, invest investigate and uh, check out your premises and 
have search warrants. But but something very odd is happening here because, number one, there, there's footage of all of this being released to the general public. That's extremely strange. That's not standard protocol, especially F- when it comes to uh, the raid. Um, and the private um, rooms and the private you know stuff that Andrew Tate has in, in one of his house. I think there was five search warrants on five different homes that were being served. All of those are on video available for the general public to see, which is, again, something that routinely doesn't happen and uh, is, is not supposed to be going on during, during an ongoing investigation. And after those 24 hours, a judge gets to decide if he's going to be holding someone longer. A judge could actually hold someone for 180 days. He decided to hold Andrew Tate for 30 days. And there's a lot of fake news. There's a lot of disinformation. We still don't know exactly what happened here. We're still waiting for a lot of the information to come forward. But the media is running with just absolute nonsensical bullcrap hit pieces. And, and they're talking about, oh, there was large sums of money. There was some makeshift weapons. I mean, yeah, the guy was debanked. Yeah, the guy has a high profile. Of course, you're going to have cash around. Of course, you're going to have security. Of course, you're going to have weapons. So uh, it looks like looking at the corporate media reporting on this, that they have a particular narrative. This is why they had to run with the pizza box story. And again, the Romanian authorities had to intervene on that story and say specifically, hey, this is inaccurate. It wasn't the pizza box that led to his arrest. But uh, there was also someone who tweeted uh, a couple months ago saying that Andrew Tate was going to be arrested at the end of 2023 because the Romanian government was facing a lot of pressure by the American authorities. And this brings me to the latest story of what's happening in the Virgin Islands, which I hope we get to talk about in just a little bit, which that, is also just as eye-opening and just as crazy. Uh, no, well, no, the well, U.S. Virgin Islands uh, Attorney General uh, officially oh, sued... Uh, Chase uh, Chase Bank for being a part of this larger trafficking operation of Epstein and breaking the rules, not reporting and helping him aid and abet in his international trafficking or, uh, operation. She was just fired, by the way, just moments and, ago. And, and the Biden, Jill and Joe Biden just flew there. Just flew there. And the U.S. Virgin Islands are also asking well, for a huge sum of money from the federal but, government. So right, all of right. that is also happening look, right now, look, which is just crazy. Look, as, as it pertains to Andrew Tate, I can just I just gotta say, look, I don't know. Innocent until proven guilty. Let's let's yeah. see the evidence. I've heard clips of him saying things that are shockingly offensive, but you know people are allowed to be offensive. But you know he talks about having women do cam work for him because they love him. Having having women who don't love him doing cam work and then demanding money. I'll just say this, man. If these allegations are true, they better throw the book at him right after they finish that Maxwell case and we figure out who is she was trafficking to. You know, he's at the bottom of the list. You know, Ghislaine Maxwell. We've been sitting here for a few months waiting for that Epstein client list. And so priorities, guys, you know, don't don't jump the gun on this one. I know Andrew Tate, big fish to fry, but we're still working on the Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still working on Prince Andrew, (laughs) Bill Gates, Kevin Spacey, uh, Bill Clinton. There's still a lot of other people that that we got to come to. Then we'll get to Andrew Tate. Epstein was one of Maxwell's clients. She would facilitate girls to different guys and Epstein was one of them I mean it goes deep on Elaine Maxwell Robert Maxwell her dad you get I just watched a documentary on her over the over the holiday you think she was the one who was actually the ringmaster and she is so connected that they're not afraid she's going to talk and they just put her in this this cushy you know home detention center where she's sitting whatever is it so are you saying then in your opinion Epstein was actually like her plaything? And she was giving him the things he wanted, but she was actually in charge. Yeah. And then when he gets busted, they're like, he's going to talk. And then for sure, they thought he was going to talk. And in my opinion, what happened was her dad, Robert Maxwell, billion, hundreds of millions of dollars worth. She would go around and hang out with him everywhere. He was her money boy. They, they lived the rich lifestyle. He was always her advisor. He dies. Immediately, she hooks up with another money boy. And it's Jeffrey Epstein. And she just ties her life when, and with this guy. 
and starts feeding him young women because that's what he likes. Well, I just got, I just got Light, to say, you know, look, say, unless he's still alive. You know, if these allegations against Andrew Tate about human trafficking are true, like, wow, I'm going to be really angry in, in, in 18 months when they finally get through that entire <laughs> list that Luke just read off. No, let's be real. They're jumping the list. Well, now I'm offended. It's like, come on, man. Look, all of these other people who are very powerful and very wealthy, who are connected to Epstein, we want the Epstein client list. Instead, they're like, oh, you know, uh, Andrew Tate, yeah, he's he's trafficking. It's like, oh, all right. Well, before if we're gonna if we're gonna be in that subject matter, uh, so who is who is really pushing this narrative, right? This person, Alejandro Carabayo, mocking Andrew Tate and all that stuff. It's like, hey, that's really great. But anybody who cares about trafficking is is gonna be talking about Epstein or Maxwell. Maxwell, keep it on Maxwell. I think she's alive. She's definitely the ringleader. I mean, not de- I can't say definitely because I don't know. But if you look at like Maria Farmer's, you know, memory of the thing is Ghislaine at the very center. Ghislaine's the money girl. She's the the party animal. You know, she she just follow the money. Have you ever seen those conspiracies that Jeffrey Epstein is still alive? Oh yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. a conspiracy for everything. Yeah. I don't know. What do you th- What do you think, Luke? There's think a alive? There's a nice photo of him on the uh, uh, maybe of him. Sorry, excuse me. Of 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 a drone footage of that island that made me want to go there particularly. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a, oh, that's a whole different story. I, I I think it's feasible. I think right now with with how much the government has lied, with, with how much they have actually just screwed over the American people with just how long they've been running an international trafficking operation, 30 plus years that we know of. Like anything's anything's possible. possible. Yeah, exactly. So right now, Andrew Tate is also facing 20 years in jail if convicted. So he's still going to be detained. He might be detained even longer from here. Uh, and we're going to find out exactly what's happening here. But but reading the Romanian kind of press release on this, they're talking about him being a lover boy. They're talking about him telling women that he's going to be falling in love with them. And that allegedly is a crime because he made them work on, on an OnlyFans site. So, uh, again, if, if that's what they're going after him for, that's extremely strange. If there's going to be bigger bombshells, obviously, if someone does something wrong, they should be punished for it, yeah. obviously. But uh, a lot of people are saying that this is too coincidental, that he has empowered a lot of people. He, have, he has made a lot of people think independently. And therefore, now he's being silenced and punished. He's playing along with that. Whoever is on his Twitter account playing along with that kind of narrative. Is he truly that bad person that the media is making him out to be? Well, only time will tell. But a lot of people are saying it's very suspicious that they're only predominantly focusing and going after him at this time uh, when he's such an important figure for so many important people. His brother, too. Tristan? Yeah, is Tristan involved? Also. No, but, but uh, the question is this. I mean, one, I don't trust the machine when, when it pulls things like this. Uh, well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Innocent until proven guilty. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. A- anytime. But with Julian Assange, they make up fake sex crimes against them, which have been washed away. F- like the investigation's over. There's nothing to it. it was, but now he's being held on espionage charges. So they, they were just trying to find a reason to stop Julian from being able to do work. Not and Andrew Tate's very different. He's a guy who goes on shows and talks about all of his women and how he does these things. It's very, very different. But I'm right away like, you mean to tell me you're so concerned about human trafficking? Meanwhile, Maxwell's client list is just nowhere to be found. Ah, sorry, I don't believe it. Look, the, I, I, I think maybe they don't like the guy. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe the ac- accusations could be true. All that stuff, fine. But I'm going to lean towards doubt because they Maxwell's there. Dude, I just watched Get the his, client list his, and then go after human traffickers if you're really concerned about human trafficking. I watched a 50-minute yeah. uh, Jimmy Dore episode with this girl, Whitney Webb. Whitney Webb is yeah, the, the nexus of the Epstein-Maxwell information, if you want to find out. She just wrote a book on it, and it's basically about black, One Nation Under Blackmail is the name of her new book. <coughs> she, According to Whitney Webb, the CIA has been doing sex trafficking and entrapment on people since the 30s. Like, they did it to uh, the head of the CIA, what was, or the FBI, what's that guy's name, for 40 years? He, he was found, like, 
you know, doing some sex acts on a guy. They found him, took some Whoa. pictures. And uh, yeah, Kennedy, they had stuff on. Ke I mean, and Kennedy wouldn't play a ball. Uh, according to Whitney Webb. They, Why? They, no, go ahead, that? No, no, oh, no. I just I highly recommend watching this Jimmy Dore episode with Whitney Webb. I was going to say, why wouldn't they? Right. If we know the FBI is getting involved in like the Whitmer stuff, it's like getting a bunch of getting like what, what do they have, like 14 agents and like two yeah. guys and then convince them to go for a ride along and stuff. If they're going to stage fake terror plots, why wouldn't they also try to blackmail people? Yeah, I mean, the FBI has been doing it since its inception, especially under J. Edgar Hoover and everything he was doing. And Ian, the CIA was started in 1947, not in the 30s. Uh, but the CIA was also doing a lot of crazy things like dosing people with acid and, and uh, LSD and not telling them that they were dosing them and, and running larger human experiments, uh, MKUltra, uh, U.S. Operation Paperclip. There's so many sinister things that the intelligence agencies have been doing throughout the last few decades to think that they're not doing it now when they were never held accountable for it before is absolutely naive and crazy. I don't know. What, what, what do you think in your line of work? Because you see a lot of this stuff on the front line. You're seeing a lot of this, uh, you know, kind of larger engineering by the intelligence agencies on social media that promote a lot of this nonsense. Yeah, I think that the specifically with the Twitter files that that really brought this out a lot. It was really interesting where they're so embedded with big tech, which basically is policing our speech. Um, it's just, it's just so, it's just so insane that, that, that they're able to have that much power over random citizens. I mean, there's so much. And then the way that, that they were going after, you know, moms at school board meetings and, and all that kind of stuff. It's they, they're, they're just, they've been gone unchecked for decades. And they probably Let's, censored you. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I was part of the Twitter files. I, I didn't see anything specific with the FBI, but I'm, I would not be surprised if that comes out yeah, soon. Not yet. Let's let's not jump yet. to the story from The Hill, and then we'll start getting into all that stuff. We have this uh, The Hill story. DeSantis administration launches investigation into holiday drag show. Then there's a, I, I, I'm not sure if I have it pulled it up, but Geraldo Rivera was like, why, why are they going after drag performances? It's like, you know, this guy doesn't read the news. And that's the challenge. I'm not mad at Geraldo. I mean, you can be mad at him, criticize him for a lot of things. But the only story he, see, he sees gets filtered for the mainstream media, and they say DeSantis targets a drag show. What they don't say in the headline is that the drag show had children there, and they were explicitly warned by the Florida government not to have children at the event. When they found out kids were at a drag show with sexualized performances, the DeSantis, it was, uh, I don't know if it was DeSantis explicitly, but it's the DBPR was like, okay, we're going to be investigating this because we told you not to have kids there. It's illegal. Yeah. They say the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation uh, on Wednesday announced it was investigating a holiday-themed drag show in South Florida. They said it was sexually explicit and marketed to children. The department is actively investigating the matter, including video footage and photographs from the, from the event. The statement said the department plans to share any evidence collected in its investigation with the State Department of Law Enforcement and Criminal Liability. Look, I'm, I'm surprised it's taking this long to deal with this stuff. And it's like the, the best we get right now. This is Florida, of all places, where they had an all ages drag show where there's videos of children there. And it is it like there there's men humping each other on stage. There is there's uh, um, sexual organs dis displayed, secondary mm -hmm. sexual organs dis on display for people to look at. And little kids. I post a lot about drag shows. And I'll just say this was one of the worst ones I've ever seen. I was talking to James Lindsay when we were at TPUSA, and I was like, look, this was before we went on stage, and we brought up again on stage, and I was like... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First, it was Drag Queen Story Hour. And they kept saying, it's just reading a book, calm down. My response was, drag is a sexualized performance. If you took a stripper, a a go-go dancer, wearing their outfit before they take it off and have them read for kids, go-go dancer story hour, would that be appropriate? Oh, that's totally different. That's totally different. I'm like, same thing. The go-go dancer's not naked, but that makes no sense. Why would you do it? Then they started doing all ages drag shows. It's just dancing. Calm down. They're just just dancing. Then we saw that one where it said it's not going to lick itself on the wall. They're talking about ice cream. Oh, you're, you're paranoid. Now they have simulated sodomy and overt sex acts in front of children. They also have strippers, by the way, in front of kids. There's well, there been you go. a few videos right. of that. I mean, when is, where is this going to end? Drag and stripping is not the same. Uh, oh, oh, it's not, oh, yeah. but they'll, they'll do both for kids. And, so, and then money being shoved down yeah. people's clothing, which is also like, what are you doing? Like, this, I think it's clear. Explicit grooming. Yeah. So this, this is exactly what I was telling James Lindsay. I'm like, it hits, it, it hits grooming on the head, like hits the nail on the head with the hammer. It starts with all we're doing is reading books, introducing the concept in the most innocent of ways so you can... Plausible deniability. We're just reading books. Then you start dancing while you read the books. We're just dancing. Then you eventually get into the full drag performance. It's 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 fine. It's just a it's a fashion show. Then you get into the heart of what it truly is is meant to be for these people, and it's sexualized sodomy, etc. And now they're in it full swing. That was the point. That was the grooming. And it worked. They weren't just grooming kids. They were grooming the parents to thinking it was okay to bring their kids. They're grooming there. the media too. Yep. Yeah. By the way, no, they admit that themselves, that the point of drag is to queer kids. They admit that. Yeah, James Lindsay posts the study. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not a study, great the, study, the paper. They actually wrote it themselves saying yeah. the goal is to put glitter in a carpet that can never be removed, to get it in the, the brains of these children. They they admit they're grooming, but they need people, you know, in these, these activists in the media to lie to cover it up. Yeah, and they'll happily go along. When you said this was the worst uh, drag show so far that you've seen, was that just graphically, like nature, sexual, sexually, yeah. the most graphic? Did of you all? see the footage of it? I, I don't think so. No. Uh, there was like, there was someone on there with massive, massive fake breasts, totally exposed. To we kids. can't show it. They were so, no, you'll get you'll, the video will get taken it, down. Men, men, you know, thrusting into each yeah. other and things like but that. But kids were there. Yeah, can't yeah, show it yeah. on YouTube. Kids were there. Okay, kids yeah. were being interviewed. Kids were putting were put on the stage and on camera. They were asked, talk, talked to. Well, well, so so there's one part where one of the drag performers is talking about overt sex acts that they engage in. There's children sitting right in front. Then they then they ask the child, "What's your favorite part of the event?" This was in Texas, and the kids like nothing. It's like mm-hmm. these parents are bringing these kids there yeah. because the parents were groomed. And legally speaking, if a parent takes a kid to a over eighteen movie, they're allowed, right? With a parent, I'm, I'm asking genuinely, with parental guardian, are they allowed to see porn? A kid. No. Like a 13-year-old? Nope. The parents then convicted of something if they exposed yeah, the 13-year-old to it? N- not porn. I don't know the exact law. We've had people mention enticement of a minor or uh, there's exploitation laws about... Intri- like, if you go up to a child as an adult, even your child, and start showing them graphic images, d- depending on the context, right? If, you, if, 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 if a parent brings a book on the birds and the bees, and, and to be honest, even a book like Genderqueer, it, no one's going to arrest a, a parent for being like, I want to show you a book and explain these things to you. I think you're ready. 
But if a parent goes to a kid and shows them overt, like, pornographic hardcore stuff, that's when you're getting to the line. Child services. You find yeah. that kids get being forced to watch that stuff, yeah. And, and if an adult who's, uh, here's, the, here, here, here's the, like, look, there's a challenge I think most people might agree with. When a parent f decides it's time to talk to their kids about the birds and the bees and in what form that will be. I don't think the form of that is showing your kids hardcore porn, obviously. But there may be some people who argue, well, you know, these kids are going to experience these things on the internet and they got to be warned about it. It's like, okay, finding that line, I'll admit, is it's going to be difficult for the law to figure out. I think we as moral human beings, like in this room and people watching, can clearly say, you know, when you see it, don't show it to kids. But for the law to figure out, it's going to be a lot harder. Now, the problem here is these are strangers. If a parent brought their kid to a strip club, they're going to get arrested and charged. Mm -hmm. they're, they're endangering a child, period, hands down. The issue is it's cultural. A cop seeing a kid at a strip club is going to be like this parent brought a kid to a strip club. The bar's in trouble. Eight, the, the 21 and up. The parent's in trouble. But because it's drag, it's under that protected flag. So the cops are going, I'm such a pathetic, scared piece of garbage. I won't actually do anything. So these cops are just standing back and saying nothing. I think that's a problem is that drag is like if I came in here and was wearing a dress tonight, I'd be in drag. There's no sexuality. I mean, you could argue that there's, but you can do that asexually. But when they start to take off clothing, even a, a, a sleeve or simulating taking off clothing, then it becomes or, or, stripping. Or, or stripping each it. other like rabbit well, dogs. That's blatant like, or sex, you know, or unzipping a fake. Unzipping, uh, unzipping pulling down. No, 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 no. Unzipping a fake female organ to birth something on stage in front of children. Any kind yeah. of unzipping, I would argue, is stripping. That's what they were. That's what they did. So stripping is different than drag. And if you're showing kids stripping, no, no, that's another no. conversation. Yeah, Ian, no, the same thing. Well, you can wear a dress and not strip. Yes, but drag performances. This is what the left like has been Eddie arguing. Izzard, for instance, the left has been claiming that drag. It's not stripping. They're taking their clothes off on stage for a costume change. That's and it's stri like, that's stripping. Yeah, if you're taking your clothes off, it's they're stripping. Just, they're just playing semantics to manipulate, to groom. And DeSantis is saying... But Eddie Izzard, know. he was famous comedian, still is, that mm -hmm. uh, would wear women's clothing. He'd dress in drag for his comedy shows, but he's just straight she. up a dude. No, he's a guy. Nope. He's full. You're wrong. Eddie Izzard? Eddie Izzard is, a, is full on trans right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't used to be. Fact check it. Yeah. Eddie Izzard for like 20 years was just a dude that would wear makeup and a dress and do comedy. So if a kid saw that, I don't think there's anything immoral about it. It's just Eddie expressing himself. Well, this isn't the only uh, story that DeSantis yep. Eddie Izzard is gender fluid using the word transgender. Uh, I don't know. Yep, trans woman. Eddie Izzard's been out as trans for a while now. Right. I, I wonder what the next PSYOP's going to be against the governor of Florida since just a couple of months ago we had the whole don't say gay bill that the whole country was talking about, that all the celebrities were talking about, that literally just allowed kindergartners to have parental consent when talking about these topics. And again, they, they, lay, they lied about it. They're probably going to be lying about this. They're going to probably run another PSYOP about this. And it, it's interesting seeing Ron DeSantis at the head of a lot of these controversies. He also knows that this is this is important, that this is a bigger cultural war. And he also was involved in local school races. He also made sure that local school board elections uh, had a lot of his support. And uh, things are definitely changing in Florida. But I, I do see him as, as one of the major uh, kind of uh, per people that will be attacked in 2023. I don't know. What, yeah. what, do, what do you think? No, for sure. I mean, he's definitely at the forefront of all these issues. It's incredible to watch. I, w I wish more people would look at him and, ta and take cues from him, you know, other governors. Um, but there is, I wanted to mention that other 
video, I don't know if you remember it, there was a viral video of a stripper walking down, uh, I guess, the stage holding a little child's hand. So that was in Florida, and they actually lost their liquor license. Wow. Yeah. Like, DeSantis is really taking these things seriously. Oh, that's great. He's not. And now we have this in Florida, too. So I think, you know, I think it's a matter of time until we see um, something something happened where, where this is not going to be allowed in Florida anymore. We are, we're opening a venue, as I mentioned, uh, several times now. And we a- actually second-guessed whether or not I was going to do it. One of the reasons was, to put it simply, the economy is going to implode in uh, a catastrophic collapse in the next 60 to 90 days. Mm. So people have told me. But uh, uh, when we're looking at buying this property, you know, we're hearing bad things. But there was another issue. Not too far away was a, a, a venue that had an all-ages drag show for Halloween or something like that. And then I was just like, I don't know if I want to open a business in an area that's doing something like that a, next to a venue that would allow that. And then I thought about it and I was like, this is West Virginia. I think if we are to open this venue, it would insulate this area to prevent things like this. Because if any one of these venues tries to do something like that again, we will just hold our own event and invite everyone down to come hang out and then be like, we're going to peacefully have our voices be heard by hanging out, having coffee, doing our own event and and putting pressure on the city to not allow all ages shows, uh, uh, sex shows. Just not going to happen. We need that presence to stop it. Retreating wouldn't make sense. We have to push back. Right. Well, I'll just say if if you're looking for a place where there's no drag shows, it's going to be basically impossible to find. It's in every. I don't care about drag shows. For kids, I'm saying. For kids. Drag shows for kids, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Jank Uger of the Young Turks who said if he had the money, he'd put on the biggest drag show ever. And the first thing I thought was like, what do you mean if you had the money? Like, dude's a millionaire. It's it, what, What's it going to cost to put on a, a big drag show? You know, you can get a 3,000-seater venue. Your total cost is going to be like 30 to 40 grand. I know it's a lot of money, but not for the Young Turks, their network. They can't afford that? Okay, fine. I said, we'll do it. This is going to be awesome. Tim Cass is going to sponsor one of the coolest drag shows ever. There's going to be, you know, it's a free admission. It's going to be funny. There will be comedy. There will be an epic performance, free food, free booze, of course. With the booze, of course, it's 21 and over only, but uh, it'll be great. No, and, and everyone's like, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, you're an adult. Go do what you want, right? Yeah, But where, sure. where, 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 where did these people, these leftists disappear to? All of a sudden, they're just like not they're interested. That, what, what's, yeah. How about just open a strip club? Be old school. <laughs> Be old school about it. No, no, but like, I don't care about drag shows. I actually think they are Nobody fun. cared like, about drag shows till they started involving kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't think anybody still cares about drag shows. <laughs> it's just the kids. It's the kids, yeah. And then they, they say, I think Jack was like, you know, they don't really care because they don't care about Hooters. And I'm like, yo, I don't like Hooters. I don't like Hooters either. <laughs> What's wrong with I'm Hooters? Conservative. Come on. It's exploitative no, women. I don't care about opinion, that. Making them wear tight outfits they hire free, women with big it's boobs a free market yeah. trying to sell food women guys women choose to work they're right allowed to that. work there i don't think it's appropriate place for kids to go eat I agree. Oh, yeah. strip clubs exist some of them have food don't care go to a strip club if you want to go to a strip club i don't i'm not it's not my thing yeah. full disclosure i like the buffalo wings at hooters <laughs> of course you do they're, yeah, they're, i always like them i've only I, had them like four I, I times i never believed that well, have you had them when i yeah good, good buffalo sauce no. you didn't think so uh-uh, absolutely not this is like 2006 or five like my, my whole life when I'm younger, I'm hearing from all my dude friends like, well, no, we should go to, I mean, the wings are actually really good at Hooters. And I'm like, it's a sauce. I'm like, is that for real? Or are they just saying that because they want to see boobs? And then like I go with them and I'm like, yo, these wings suck. 
Like, I'm, I, never I, I'm like, thanks. I'm like, thanks a lot. And then I'm like eating my wings. I, I, it felt very weird. I felt very <laughs> weird. <laughs> I just don't think but, it's right for kids. I, I don't like children beauty pageants. Yeah. Those are, yeah, those are yeah, weird. They're always you know? like, oh, call it beauty pageants. Yeah, sure. We, well, I'm against that too. Yeah. Like, child not appropriate pageants. for kids. Yeah. But is not appropriate for kids. But, but I will say this too. Bringing some young boys to a restaurant where you're upset that women wear clothing. Dude, if the kids went to the beach, they would see more boobs than they, than they would see at Hooters. I'm not going to demand Hooters be shut down because the women have, have low-cut tops. Women have boobs. Boys will see them, whether they're at Hooters or at the beach or walking around. Hey, hey, in be summer. inclusive here. Uh, Bill Gates has moobs. <laughs> Men could have moobs, too. Okay? Sam bankman right. My point is... Sam bankman he got, he, he got the vegan moobs, too. In, in, I'll, I'll put it this way. Here's my hierarchy of like how bad it is. Hooters... Yeah, you shouldn't bring kids to a place called Hooters where the intent is that the, 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 the waitresses have big tits hanging out. Mm-hmm. But little boys are going to see big tits walking down the street, so I'm not crying about it. Then you've got child beauty pageants. Okay, these are little girls like 10 years old covered in makeup and wearing dresses and being told to shake their hips. I'm like, I, that's you're, you're, no, I don't, I don't like that at all. That I would say, not a fan of, probably shouldn't be doing that. Then you get to the, the Florida style or the Texas style drag shows we've seen where men are thrusting into each other, singing a song about screw Dolph banging dudes. And it's like children should definitely not be there. And that should be a crime. I think calling it a drag show is, is a disservice yeah. to the movement because it's a sex show at that right. point. Yes. Wait, there's, a, there's a, another level on top of that. With yes. kids themselves are the oh, drag right. queens. So we're talking about minor. Yeah, like the, NBC up. News had that. Uh, Good Morning America had, uh, you know, a, a young child. child. Children yep. stripping for money at a gay bar yeah. where men threw money at the little boy taking his Justin, yeah. wasn't that guy's yeah. name? Desmond. 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 Oh, that yeah. was the first I saw at 2015 or something. Is that Dra- when- and then the, There are the, so many now. Didn't they do like a TV show about drag kids yeah. or something? Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, that's grooming. Dude, when the, when when the adults were putting money taking, in this- He's talking about doing ketamine too. Yeah. Jesus. Snorting it. Like, uh. didn't, didn't he like do a bumper, like a, a simulated doing yeah. like... People were saying, how does that little, that 10 year old kid know how to simulate doing drugs up the nose, snorting yeah. drugs? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like end of the Republic, like nastiness that comes out when the society is so, you know, so wealthy and so opulent that it doesn't know what else to do. But what in investigating it, what have you seen as like solutions or countermeasures to, I don't know, teach children other things, maybe more moral or that align more with your morals? Well, number one is don't send your kids to public school. <laughs> so yeah. that's, all, that's yep. all I can say. Um, I think that that will help a lot. And I know it's, it's really difficult. A lot of people, it's their only option. Um, I'm really fortunate. Yeah. I never, I, I went to private school and I feel really grateful. Um, but I think that, I think the root cause of, it, of a lot of the problems we're seeing now is public schools. I agree. And I want to add to that point, Ian. I was in uh, Chicago. Dundee, Dundee, Illinois, went to a bar uh, over the holidays and there were slot machines along the back wall. And that surprised me. In West Virginia, there's slot machines everywhere. You go into any bar, they got slot machines. They have places they call hot spots. You walk in, it's, it's literally just a room with slot machines. And it's kind of sad. I'm seeing these people who are afflicted by an opioid crisis in West Virginia, the, the sh- shutting down of their industry, coal mining and things like that. So what do they do? They take their government check every mo- every week and they show up and they sit in front of a slot machine and just press the button over and over again to trigger that dopamine. And that's that, that to me reminds me of that rat experiment where they put the thing on the rat's brain that when the rat would press the button, it would release dopamine. That's all it is when they go to these slot machines. Yep. But to see this in Illinois, I was like, whoa, 
Because Illinois, I grew up there, was always like, you can't gamble. Super mm. hard to do illegal. It was only legal to have a casino if the casino was on a riverboat. So they have like in, in uh, Harrah's and Joliet is built on water. So it's legally allowed, even though it's like it's fixed. It's not really a boat, but like, you know, the laws. Then they have rivers and stuff. So there are casinos there. But to now see a regular old bar putting in a casino, putting in a slot machine, I'm just thinking like, this is the end of the republic. People have nothing left to strive for. There is no community. There is no dopamine hit released in someone's brain when they help their fellow man. They want to sit in front of a machine and press the button until yep. they get and that. Interesting. That and the same doctors and the same psychologists that helped engineer these these people to gamble and to, to sit there and to give all of their money or their government check to that, that casino are the same scientists, the same doctors that have engineered social media, that have engineered the algorithms to keep people hooked on there. And I don't know about you, but, but for me personally, I, I do see the, the biggest groomer out there is the algorithm, is TikTok, is what people are being shown on, on Facebook, on, on YouTube, what they're being recommended, what they're being conditioned and mind controlled to believe with their perception of reality being shaped by these algorithms that literally uh, do make them dependent on those little dopamine hits that incentivize a lot of this larger debauchery and degenerate behavior. Do I, you think that's true or no? Yeah, and yeah. To, to add to that, uh, I, I think it was Tucker Carlson's show, they did a segment and they basically investigated the Chinese algorithm for TikTok uh, versus the American algorithm, and it was nothing to compare. Math so and science. The yeah, literally, they're te- they're they're the, the Chinese one. It's an educational, and you can learn all all different kinds of interesting things. And the American one, they're teaching them about pronouns and gender identity and and yeah. all that kind of garbage. And booty shaking. Yeah. But yeah. I will give a shout out to the Instagram algorithm, which has been super weird, because I don't know why. But it just started showing me billiards videos, and it actually improves my game. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because I don't know what I'm doing. I play pool for fun. And then all of a sudden, I learned how to rack a proper eight ball game. I learned, like, proper English. I'm not good at it or anything, but I was like, oh, is that how you do it? I'm like, I had no idea. So I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm on toilet. I'm on Instagram, and I'm scrolling. And then all of a sudden, it shows some dude doing, like, a curve shot. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know you could do that. And then I'm playing, and I'm like, I'm actually playing better now. Like, tips and tricks randomly and algorithmically making me better at pool. Don't know why. I don't know. Maybe well, it's my name. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, they, know, yeah. they know what to, they know, yeah, yeah. yeah. The they, name kind of works there too, it, but they know how to hook you in. They I'm, know not what, like, but, I'm like a pool, no, I'm not a pool player. I don't go to it, Here's the clicking Yeah, but they know it's going to make you watch, right? They know right. it's going to make you it, interact with it and, and pay attention to it. It hears the clicking of the balls in the green yeah. room when you're playing on your phone <laughs> and it's tracking you. It's like a couple games a week when we're hanging out and, and like we'll come downstairs and we have a pool table. probably your last name. Yeah, right. It probably is my last name. But you know it recommend. But here's what it does. They have that auto scroll feature. You can swipe up and it will show you random videos. TikTok is similar. And then what happens is it'll show you a random video. Here, here's, here's, the, here's the reality. There's golf videos. I swipe right past them. It doesn't show me golf videos. It tried to. and I ignored the video. When the billiards video popped up, I saw that and mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing. And then it was like, this guy wants to learn more about how to play yeah. pool. I see that on, I scroll TikTok a lot and I see that a lot. If I spend an extra like three seconds on a video that I don't want to see, a random video, then my whole feed is just going to be that type of video. Yeah. And it's really, it takes, it actually takes a few days or weeks to get out of that algorithm and get back to your regular. It's super annoying too. I mean, and, and this is true for Instagram where I'll see a video and it like the, 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 the thumbnail, like the, the graphic they use for the overlay is misleading. So I'll actually watch it. And then not knowing what it is, I'll watch a lot of it and go, oh, no. <laughs> and then you refresh your feed and it's nothing it's but that, garbage yeah. fake yeah. videos. And yeah. I'm like, Egh. 
Just show me Jordan Clark doing triple flares on his scooter again. That's what I've, I've seen that video all the time. I think his name's Jordan and, and R. Willie. I love that Nitro Circus stuff. Yeah. So, uh, what, what, Jordan Clark, he landed the triple flare recently, right? That was a big deal. Uh, I think so. Basically, sure, it's a sure. triple backflip 180, and it was like one of the coolest things. My Instagram is nothing but skateboarding, blading, scooting, and BMX stuff. But you get these videos, and then all of a sudden, they start dominating your feed. I have to actively go in, and I'll start scrolling through and looking for skateboarding, and then watching yeah. it, letting it play, so it resets the algorithm. Yeah, I do what, what happens to these kids, left or right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They start seeing political content and they get sucked into it. Yeah, and instead of playing pool and learning how to play pool better, people are learning how to be a victim in society or how to be the next craze or the next uh, trend in society that's going to be popular and get them more likes. I, I, I think there's a lot more to this algorithm than we actually let on, especially since you know there's larger psychological studies talking about how they could control people's emotions. And if they could control emotions, they can control a human being very effectively. Facebook did this t oh, 10 plus years ago. I, I remember talking about it uh, whenever they were doing the studies on unsuspecting users. But how do you see this? Do you think people are just naturally the way they are and social media highlights this or do you think social media is shaping individuals to do this um what do you think is it the egg or the chicken that came first definitely social media is, is shaping people i think it, weren't there studies or some 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 something came out about tiktok and their algorithm i think and i, I think tiktok is probably the worst when it comes to all these social media platforms i would say because not just is, the, is not just are they shaping People. First of all, TikTok targets youth. So we're talking about young people in America. Not just are they shaping them, but it's the type of content that they're doing it with. It's all of this gender identity stuff and, and all of this really making children insecure with their identity. And it's really dangerous. I'll tell you, I yep. watch pornography from time to time. You porn, shout out. Uh, and <laughs> Why? <when I> see, <laughs> Ian, why would you do this? It's market research, Luke. No, it's and, not. But, well, I'll it's tell you, I see trans videos pop up every once in a while, and I never saw that before. It's very disconcerting to see a trans person having sex when you think there's, it's a straight couple, cis couple, and then he's got a large... Cis is a slur. Unfortunately, yeah, those I, are slurs. I should, you I should, should say relearn that. my language, I guess, yeah. to assimilate with modern culture. But I mean, that's another algorithm. Like, what's that teaching people? It, it's vulnerable it's, people, too. It's not just that. It's... it's I, I, I wouldn't say it's specifically trans when it comes to the porn stuff. It's any of the weird, insane stuff that's causing kids to face to have distress there was like there were some studies that and and look you know, I'll put it this way you know we started the segment talking about gambling as a sign of the fall of the republic porn absolutely is in my opinion too now look I'm I'm fairly libertarian I don't care you you, you guys can watch whatever you want to watch do whatever you want to do live your life I'm not a conservative a lot of conservatives don't feel that way and don't agree that's that's fine that's the you know by all means but I will be the first to say outright there there were studies showing that young men were becoming they were having erectile dysfunction with their significant others because their brains were being rewired by watching not like what well, I don't the right word is like fantasy porn and and impossible circumstance porn where like 12 women are swinging on ceiling fans and it's like orchestrated in this ridiculous way that's not possible for the average person. So you get these young men who are developing fetishes watching the stuff 
that they then can't be satisfied by just being with their girlfriends. And it was resulting in ED. So this stuff, I agree, low birth rate. So maybe when you add all these things together, when you, it starts to feel like a big conspiracy, right? Because you've got the castration of kids, the abortion of kids. You've got people advocating for reducing population growth on TED Talk stages. And then you've got young men having their brains twisted by insane porn free everywhere all over the internet. With TikTok, you're like an expert, I would imagine, at this point. Is it like, it's owned by ByteDance, as far as I know. I don't think this has changed, which is basically subservient to the CCP, as are all Chinese companies at this stage of, of Earth. Um, what do you know? Like, when you're in there, do you feel the algorithm pushing you and twisting you? For sure, yeah. What, in, into, into what? Into, well, I search certain things. So I'm actively seeking out the videos about, about gender and, and those teachers grooming kids and a lot of the the anti-white racism stuff. So I'm actively seeking that out. But there, sometimes I'll, I'll scroll through it and I'm like, how do they know? This video is exactly what I'm looking for. They, they feed me exactly what I want. And then you're like, I'm just going to repost it on Twitter. And then yeah. they're like, you're and then inciting they violence. And they call me a terrorist. <laughs> you're like, hey guys, someone made this video. Look, you're inciting violence against them by sharing exactly what they said yeah. on the platform. No, I'm a, little, a literal terrorist, they call me. Do you ever feel like and you gaze into the abyss for so long that you become the demon? <laughs> no. That's like a Nietzsche I, quote, I, I think. I, I understand the point. Like if you're you look to make at evil end, long enough, but like, trying to expose it for Haya, long enough, it becomes you? Haya being like, hey, they're grooming kids, I don't think in any way has become that monster. Well, I guess a more gentle way to ask the question is, do you ever feel like dirty, like just remembering the things you've seen does it ever it gets really really dark sometimes yeah, yeah i can imagine it's it's really tough it's i spend a lot of hours looking through all this stuff it's really dark it's really depressing but it's so important so you know i, I kind of push myself but there are definitely <clears throat> times that i'm like i can't i can't look at this anymore how did you start doing that how did you start doing this so it was during covid um i started noticing all these crazy bizarre videos they were going they were going viral um and i was like this stuff is so crazy. I need to show more people this. And I just started posting it to Twitter. And that's really how it started. There was no plan. There was no, you know, there, I wasn't, I didn't make a business plan. I wasn't, I didn't make a plan for how to go f get, get famous and go viral. It just sort of happened. Yeah, I remember like libs of, I remember when your account started getting bigger and then I would be like, I need to follow this. Like this, this is like an excellent source, like exposing yeah. a lot of this, what people yeah. are doing. In their own words. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a really good, um, it's, I think p more people should learn from it. And I, and I have seen others accounts sort of pop up and try to do it too, which I think is really good. It's such a, it's such a good way to expose them. It's the best way actually. Do you work with anyone else or did you start it yourself? Or I did you start it yourself and now do you work I with I started people? myself and now I work with others. So sort of around the time when I was doxxed by Tay Tay, <laughs> uh, we could get to that soon. Um, so Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee, he is incredible. One of the most incredible people I've ever met and worked with, he stepped up and uh, basically offered to help me, made this my career. So now it's full time. Um, and shout out to Seth. I hope he's watching this. He's really such a great person. He's always so supportive from the beginning, always by my side, always offering to help. And in, in all of, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs in this. And he was always, always there for me. So thank you, Seth. What, what, what does that mean? He helped, helped you make it your career? Because the rumor was that he bought libs of TikTok. I, I'm, I don't feel comfortable going into all the specifics. Um, but he, yeah, he basically, we partnered up. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. He's amazing. He that really guy's is awesome. He's been on the show before. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. 
Cool. Is it like less work, like less less strenuous work, but more fulfilling work now? Do you find? It's still it's still strenuous. Um, it's it's sometimes it's really hard. There are days when I'm like, I need to take a break. I can't I can't look at this stuff anymore, and then I'll just take a day off. I haven't I haven't really taken a vacation in a year and a half since I've done. I've taken off a day here and there, um, but it's so it's just some when I whenever I feel like, you know, am I even doing anything, or I'm feeling down about the account, or or the content, or or you know maybe thinking any, any of those sort of things, I'm like, I feel like I have a moral obligation to continue. When you see what's out there and you see how bad it really is, I'm like, how can I ever think about stopping? I can't. This is too important. I completely get it. I agree. You know, at a certain point, especially with the company we're running, I was talking to someone recently and uh, maybe it was Seamus. And I was explaining like with the threats, with the swatting, with all of the just as crazy as things are. He was like, this is why a lot of people would, they expect most people to just sell out, take the money and run. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you've, you've made a bunch of money quick, shut it all down, run and hide. But it's, 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 I guess for me and for a lot of people doing shows like this, talking about it was never about making money. Right. It was about like, wow, this is messed up. I got to like, I got to talk about it. You know, we got to, we got to tell people, hey, this is a bad thing. Yeah. Also, I think the higher the risk, the higher the reward. So the more they come after you, I think that also, I I think that actually ends up helping in the long run. I think Ben Shapiro is a good example, right? It's it's not like, I don't want to come out and say that being harassed, threatened, and attacked is a good thing for anybody, but so long as you're willing to stand up, people get your back. Yeah. And then with all of that negativity, like when he was at DePaul trying to speak and the cops told him they'd arrest him, those kind of moments get more attention and help you in your cause by yeah. shining a light on what's happening, the injustices. I'm, I mean, in my case, when I was doxxed, I doubled my followers literally within 24 hours. So, yeah, we got a Times Square billboard. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Shout and out to the Daily, to Wire, Daily Wire. Yeah. Everybody, uh, give everybody some Bourne. reference with what happened. You were, I can tell the story, or you can. I mean, from what I saw was you were just posting content. And at some point, Taylor Lorenz, a journalist with Tay Tay. Tay Tay. Yeah. Shout out to, what's up, Tay? I do love you as a human, just so you know, man. <laughs> Um, well, she's not hanging out with you because she claims to be immunocompromised and she was all alone on New Year's Eve. You know, just you're going to be you're OK. Um, I mean, look, look I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the whole doxing thing and explain yeah. how that happened and, and that story. The long story short, just to give everybody a primer, Taylor Lorenz, it was she was with The Washington Post at the time, right? She still is. Yeah. Yeah. But she's bounced around. She's like the Atlantic, the New York Times published a link to an address associated with you. Then they quickly removed it and then denied having done it. Like yeah. outright lied, like never did it. Never. And there were archives of it. So I put out a tweet like, they're denying it. It's crazy. Like we know it happened. Do I need to put up a Times Square billboard saying, you know, Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok? And then Jeremy Boring of the Daily Wire said, I'm down. And so I hit him up. We talked. And he was like, bro, we can, we can help make all this happen. The Daily Wire crew basically organized all of it. And we got a billboard in Times Square. Apparently, she was freaking out. That's, that's what I heard. But what I want to say real quick before we get into all that, Taylor Lorenz posted a few days before New Year's that it was like low-key the greatest of all time to stay home on New Year's because we're also exhausted. Then posted on New Year's how awful it was for people to be posting these party selfies when ERs are being overloaded. And right there, you could see exactly what's going on with this with this Taylor Lorenz, this Tay Tay. I feel I felt so bad for her because, you know, you know, on, t on New Year's, I'm with my girlfriend. I'm with Luke. Luke's, you know, we got a bunch of uh, uh, my brothers there and we're standing there in Times Square at a party and the ball drop happens 
and I get to kiss my girlfriend. We're surrounded by people with free food and drinks, and we're all laughing and like, ah, he's amazing. And then I see her tweets, and she's like, it's good to be home alone with no friends. I can't believe people are posting videos. And I was like, damn. I feel so bad for her. I did kind of feel bad too. Is she lashing out this way because she's just lonely and desperate? That's what I would think, yes. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out before we get into it, but she she docks you. So let's let's break that down. What happened? How did that how did that go down? That's also the biggest demographic for the uh, democratic voting base by the way. Single single uh, women. older women. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, we don't know exactly how old she is. She's oh, 43 37? She, I think that Wikipedia she says between, a fake out at between 38 and 43. Okay. She, yeah. yeah, so she, she, I believe she's 38. She was born in 1984. But her whole thing is that she pretends to be really young and she, yeah. and then, you know, interviews 16 year olds and stuff like yeah. that. And really weird. That's but weird. So, so, like, let's talk about yeah, how she docks so, you. So, when did it happen? April 19th. Um, so, I had like two, two to three days notice. Um, she was harassing me, calling me endlessly texting me emailing me anyone who shared my last name so i i knew that this was gonna happen i quickly went to um a friend's home in the middle of nowhere (laughs) just in case anything happened i was scared to be home um and yeah and then she she published my name with an address um i mean it took me like a few days I was kind of like just running on adrenaline. And then a few days later, I, it like hit me what happened. And yeah, I mean, what specific she, questions do you have? Well, no, I guess like the story of like what happened when it all went down. What was the was, result of that? Like what what kind yeah, of... Yeah, she denied... You know, so, so look, look, they published a story with a direct link to... A link. And they also referenced another website where they didn't link it. So it was two where right. people can go and find another address. And then removed the link shortly after and then lied saying they never did. Right. Oh, we never did that. No. And I'm right. like, there's an archive showing yeah. you did. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> what was your experience immediately after, like in the 20 minutes after the post went up? Did you start to have personal experiences? <clears throat> like people contact you and stuff? Yeah. Oh my God. My, fl- my phone was blowing up like crazy. It was probably the most insane week of my life so far. I mean, I'm pretty young, but so far. Um, what? I was going to say, it wasn't just the address, though. It was your name. My name, right. My so name. So all, all was... of a sudden, everybody knew that this account, which had people were threat, like they, want, they wanted to find out who you were because there were death threats. And then she facilitated the extremists who were trying to find out who you were. She right. facilitated like for them. I think, yeah. The, it, yeah, that definitely. But immediately following it, I think the... Th- the thing that was the top of mind for me was was what comes next, right? Okay, so now everyone has my name, my location. So what's going to happen now? Are people going to show up? Are there, or uh, so, someone going to come try to murder me or hurt me? So it was that unknown of what's going to happen. And then the other thing, keep in mind, is that no one knew what I looked like. There, so that was the other thing. I'm like, how long will it take for them to find a picture? And I waited. That was actually the most. It was actually it was really insecure feeling because. Every day I'm like, is today going to be the day that they find, that they release a picture or they find something or they show up to my house and stalk me or I don't know. And I waited a week. I waited two weeks. I waited a month, two months. It's been eight months. They, they never found a picture yet. And I mean, now obviously I chose to, to reveal myself, but um, that was, it was every single time I left my house, I'm like, is someone here? Are they coming? It's just the unknown. So I think that well, that's, was, that's what they want. Right. So when, and, the, and, and that's, Part of the reason why I took that away from them by showing myself. 
I took I, that power away from them. When the, the Club Q thing happened, I said, how do we stop the violence, but also stop these grooming events? They went nuts over this. And I, I, I had people calling my phone. We got a ton of death threats. And they were explicitly saying they want to make sure that people like me, you, Matt Walsh, and a few other people like Andy No, cannot live comfortably and without yeah. feeling extreme They fear. outright say that. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because I'm like, dude, like I tweeted, could you imagine some like Antifa soy boy showing up to the mountains of West Virginia and to MAGA country and then like breaking into a house? I'll tell you what happened. Uh, they got shot at. <laughs> and I don't want that to happen. It's, right. It scares me that one of our guys you know, opened fire and that happened. Please do not come to, like, don't break into a property in West Virginia for, for the love of all that is holy. The people in West Virginia, this is West Virginia, man. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about, we're not talking about New Jersey. We're not talking about New York. New York, you're breaking. The person says, please don't hurt me. West Virginia, you, you break through the window and there's a right wing nut job with a, with a Barrett M82 aimed right at you and he's yelling, yee-haw. Like the people out here, shooting their backyards yeah. for fun. Yeah. So when people were doxing my address, somehow, you know, I was telling people, that's not my address. That's not where I live. Don't go there. Someone's going to shoot you. This is insane. One of the properties that we have, one of, it was, it's my house. I was not there because we take precautions. We, we, we set things up. I, I can't say too much because it's security, but we do these things not too dissimilar to what Elon Musk does with his plane to make sure it's hard to find where I'm at. Someone thought they found us some things happened, I can't say for security reasons, but lead us to believe it was political. Then I think it was, it was three guys, but two guys had broken in. There was a third guy who I don't think was in the house. And let's say shots were fired. And then they dove out the window. This is the report that we got. There's a bullet hole. I took a picture of it. I, post, I yeah. posted it. They, they think that by doing these things and threatening us, I'm going to live in fear. Look, I don't know where you live. I'm just going to say this. Yeah, I'm in West Virginia and I'm not scared. I'm scared for them. I'm scared for them. Please yeah. don't come here. I will not hesitate to use force if I, if someone comes to hurt me. So I'll get that out there too. Regarding I'm, psychological. I'm, I'm scared because the people who live in, in the mountains out here, like these are, they, they, every house has a Trump flag on it. Every house mm -hmm. has an FJB. Every, 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 look, there are some like DC liberal people who want to get out of the big city and they come out here and everyone just rolls their eyes at them. But we're, we're talking about farmland. We're talking about big, big signs that people make on their own saying like Trump, 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 even DeSantis. I'm like, Antifa comes out here. Someone's going to make a phone call and be like, everybody, everybody, come quick. Antifa's showing up. And then everyone's on their porch with their guns. Like, don't, 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 don't mess around. Yeah. It's just, I don't want people to get hurt. So I please. strongly believe, and I've been saying this for months, if they would have the opportunity to kill us, me, you, some, you know, many other people, with knowing that they're not going to face any consequences, they would absolutely do it. They would absolutely I, take the shot. I think they tried to with Andy No. When, when they attacked... The reason that they didn't come to first, yeah, is first of all, we have security, but secondly, because they don't want to go to prison. Most people, right? I don't think prison's the issue. These are collectivists. They, they have powerful organizational apparatus or whatever, you, whatever the word is that will get them out. Organizations will pay the bail, will fight for them. The issue, I think, is truly opportunity and the political ramifications. These activists know. So let's, let's, let's talk about Andy No. Andy No is covering a protest in Portland, and they mercilessly beat him, leaving his, his mouth bleeding, his ears bleeding. It, I believe they truly wanted to kill him, but it has to be a random strike from a bunch of different people. Because if one person shows up with a gun, 
like Michael Reinhold did, it is condemned outright. Even the attack on Andy No led to widespread political accommodation. Even CNN briefly said it was wrong. That's a problem for political ideologue collectivists who are trying to win favor. So they want to, but it has to be done in a way that doesn't hurt their cause. Right. Michael Reinel shot Aaron Danielson twice in the chest, and it was bad for them. They, that's too, it's, it's too much. What they need is a false flag. What, what James Lindsay has been calling a drag Floyd. Uh, like they, what they need is for them to be the victim and them to be attacked. This is why I keep telling people violence doesn't work. They are trying to trick you into using it because then law enforcement can respond with justification under under the banner of law and regular people will be scared and side against you regarding like because i i think i think really the goal of these of of activists is to get you to stop whatever that means and so regarding psychological warfare which is basically what's been happening with doxing and all that how do you react when you feel that someone is implementing psychological warfare on you i completely ignore it i'll i'll literally just tune it out and it takes a it, it takes a lot of work to get to that place where you could really do that. But I was telling Tucker on the show, like I it's totally just noise. I completely tune it out and I sleep really well at night. You have to do it. You have to. Yeah. And I think everyone with a big following and, and sort of prominence finds their own strategy that works for them. You probably have your strategy for when Cigarette. they really yeah. So that's like, what works I, for I, I always talk about there was there's like, like they just make things up. Yeah, literally. They, the, one of my favorite like the pizza stories. Pizza box thing. Like they'll just make right. stuff up. They claimed someone actually posted on Twitter that I showed up to their house in Boston at two a.m. and turned their TV on while their friends and family were sleeping, and it woke everybody up. And and they were like, "Wow, I can't <laughs> believe he would do so crazy. That sounds just like something he would do." And I'm like, <laughs> "Did no one find the story odd? Like they didn't call the, some strange man's in my home turning my TV on, but people just, they just make things up and they I believe saw, it." Someone posted on Twitter that so so t so Taylor wrote in the article that I used to be a real estate agent in Brooklyn, which is true. So I saw someone wrote on Twitter that they remember working with me once and. I stole their clients from them because I told their clients that they shouldn't work with him because he's gay and I hate gay people. That's what, <laughs> that's what they said. And obviously that never happened. Oh, yeah. Completely made up. I have no idea what he's talking about. But, but the bigger aspect here to really consider, it's not just crazy people. There's a lot of crazy people out there, but, but these are also powerful state institutions that are going along with a lot of this larger ideology of, of punishing people, censoring them, deplatforming them. Uh, going out and and asking social media companies to delete them because of the ideas that they detest. A lot of this, uh, for me personally, brings uh, a lot of ethos of Mao Zedong's cultural revolution. There's a lot of things that happened then that I think are, are very close to happening here. I, I don't think we're there yet, but I think we're definitely on a trajectory of going there. But th this to me is just, uh, you know, very unsafe, very insane. And it feels like we're down a path down to total political partisanship that there's no going back from. There's nothing that could even bring us back together where we could be one cohesive nation, one cohesive people. It feels like this is a divide and conquer agenda and the state has a particular victim and it has a particular victor already picked out. Let, let me, let me, I gotta pull up this story because of what Luke just said. This is from the Texan. Texas Supreme Court denies Jeff Younger's petition to keep children in Texas in light of California trans refuge law. This is this is big. This is the guy who divorces his wife. He has a son. The wife says the son is trans and wants to be a girl. And the dad says that's not true. The mom is just saying that. There are other witnesses who have claimed that the kid Wants to be a little boy, acts like a little boy, but whenever the mom comes around, the kid just does whatever the mom tells the kid to do. 
The mom is going to bring the kid to California. The dad sued saying California has a non-extradition law. I think it just went into effect right now, right on the first that says that if they chemically castrate, it, the law doesn't say chemically castrate, it says gender affirming gender care. Affirming care. But if they provide gender affirming medical surgeries or treatment to a child, they cannot be extradited by another state who criminally charges them. So my question here is with all this going on, I want you guys, you guys watching, comment, super chat. What do you think happens when a child is taken from one state to another state? Texas says it's illegal to do these surgeries. California says it's, a, it's, a, it's illegal for the police to assist in the extradition of a, a doctor who does these surgeries. What's going to happen if this man's son is chemically castrated and Texas says we're filing criminal charges and California says, haha, we don't care. Not what, just we don't care, but come here to stay safe. If come someone- and take him is what they're going to say. So the question I have is, we're dealing with an extreme moral issue, a man's son. I understand it's a woman's son as well, but the woman is the one who took the kid. If the man took the kid and fled, I would say a woman's child is being taken from her. A man's son is being taken from him, and they are saying they will chemically or potentially surgically castrate his son. Look, what scares me here is Texas will do nothing. California will smile. The federal government will threaten to arrest him and target his family. But what does a man do when his child is taken away from him and they say they're going to sterilize, castrate? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Neuter. Whatever. I, like, I, I think we're heading towards really dangerous, dangerous territory. Jeff needs a voice. I think if you guys are into it, we should have him on the show. I don't know if the invitation's ever been offered, but I think before that thing would happen, a surgery or some sort would happen to his child against his will, I would like to let him speak out against it so people understand what he's going through. I That's like, I don't, you have kids? You talk about that no, publicly? I, don't have kids. I, I think about, I don't even have kids and, I, and I, I'm defensive about them. Like, it's what crazy. would a man do to protect his child? That's what that's that, that this is what I, I was talking about two scenarios for a potential civil war breakout. And Texas was was one was was the example in both scenarios. A man and a woman are in a relationship. Woman gets pregnant. Eight months later, she says, you know what? I've been talking to my girlfriends. I don't like this guy. I'm going to break it off. But this baby's bad news because it means we're in a relationship for the rest for, for 18 years at minimum. And then we're always going to see each other because of this kid. I know I'll go to Colorado, get an abortion. Texas says you can't do it. You can't abort a kid at eight months. Colorado says you can. Is it kidnapping if the woman who's eight months pregnant, the baby is viable, goes to Colorado to have it terminated? What happens, what happens if, the, if the father says, you know, that, that's, that, that baby is viable. She's going to kill it. Please stop them. What happens? Now, that's, that's a scenario where it's kind of tough because there is a distinction between a baby that's born and a baby not born, even if the baby has, was conceived at the exact same moment. A baby at eight months who is then delivered prematurely and alive, and the woman kidnaps that baby and rushes to Colorado, 
that's kidnapping and attempted murder and all that stuff. But if the baby's still in the womb, the woman has a right to literally destroy the baby's body, kill it. Then the other scenario is this. California's sanctuary law for, for chemical castration and, and surger, uh, genital mutilation surgeries. What happens when Texas says that's illegal, you can't do it, and the parent kidnaps the child, bringing them out of state, and then has the child castrated? Is Texas going to send troopers to California? No. Is the federal government? No. My fear then is that a posse will form and you're going to see skirmishes and militia action because I got to tell you, it's one thing when we argue about Antifa versus the Proud Boys and there's some nebulous ideological goal where a guy's like America and other guys like America's bad. Now we're going to fight. Yeah, sure. It's another thing when a guy's like my son was taken from me. I've seen those Harrison Ford movies. Give me back my son. You know, some dude's going to lose it and he's and his buddies are going to go with him. And yeah. they are going to go kick doors in. It should mm. go to the Supreme Court. I would think the federal government's supposed to step in when there's uh, cross-state issues. And then this is definitely a Supreme Court case, in my opinion. Well, it went to the Texas Supreme Court, right? And Yeah, and they said no. They voted in favor of the mother. He's, he said he wanted to stop him from going to California because then she will get the... she will Basically, Texas ruled both parents have to sign off on, on you know, this, this surgery or medical transition. So then the, the wife is like, I'm going to go to California. And then he's like, no, don't let her do it. And they were like, no, she can. And he's like, but if she goes, she's going to get the kid the surgery. And, and they're like, whatever. Does the mom have sole custody? Is that part no. of but the 50-50? One, yeah, but once. So I, I think, the, yeah, the way it worked is that the court said both parents have equal say. But I don't know exactly who has. Uh, custody doesn't necessarily mean how much time you get with the kid. So I don't know about that. The point is, the moment she's in California... Texas law is irrelevant to her. And so is this guy just going to be like, oh, woe is me. I lost my well, son. This is like federal law. What is it federally? Can you federally legally get your kid castrated? That's nuts. I mean, like, remember that story from Loudoun County? The, his, the guy, his kid was raped. Yep. And no one was listening to him. All of his complaints were going on deaf ears. And so he showed up to the school board meeting and finally made a fuss. And then he got arrested. They're, yep. They dragged him out. So they dragged him out. That, that famous uh, video. It's definitely so, cult as the school was covering up multiple yeah. and then we find uh, later, assaults, yeah. physical assaults on 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 uh, you know children. It's, it's it was absolutely so, well, certainly. I, I, I want to clarify for you, Ian. Sorry, guys. Uh, in August 2021, a Dallas district court granted his ex-wife full custody, but an October 2021 court order agreed to by both parents states that neither parent may treat a child with hormonal suppression therapy, puberty blockers, and or transgender reassignment if any uh, uh, surgery, if any, without the consent. Of the parents or court order. Does she get they a court say, order then? But California Senate bill prohibits the enforcement of an order based on another state's law authorizing a child to be removed from their parent based on that parent or guardian allowing a child to receive gender affirming health care. So she's using her full custody to go under the radar out of the state where she's going to go where bypass she, this Texas law. And or, of course, the, the left perspective is this poor child, the mother saving it. Mm-hmm. This is why I think it's cultural solutions, like um, hearing his voice, like you need tens and hundreds of thousands of people retching in horror at what could happen to a small child because of what. And this is not the first time it happened. It, it, this happened in Canada as well, where a father was punished for even talking to the media about a situation where the state came in and said, we're going to transition your child. He said, and, and a mother said, we're going to transition our child. He said, no, he was arrested because where, where, he spoke, there, out about, spoke out about this. It's, it's crazy. I made a tweet. I said, how do you think humans would react to finding out that not only are we not alone in the universe, but that we're effectively livestock for an alien species? 
How would humans react to that? Maybe the reason aliens haven't revealed themselves to humans because humans are more reasoning than, say, chickens. So this is what I was thinking about. We got chickens. We take the roosters out because the roosters cause problems. In chicken society, roosters battle to, for dominance and then get to bang all the chickens. And then they, they pair up in, in, in certain numbers. Like one rooster will have like six hens, one will have eight. But you got to have a good amount of hens for each rooster. Otherwise, they fight too much. But to the chickens, this is normal life. We don't like their normal life. I don't like the roosters fighting. No human does. So we remove one of the roosters if they're a problem and they won't stop playing by the rules. And right now, Roberto Jr. is king of that chicken city with like 30 ladies. We, as the people controlling the animals, dictate. There's also, um, what's it called? Like a, a capon or something like that? You can take the rooster if you want for meat and you can castrate it. And then you get basically chicken meat. You know, rooster meat's tough. You got to pressure cook it. But if you, is that what it's called? Something like that? Capons or chickens K-capons. without testicles, yes. Yeah, so you take the rooster that you cut open its back where it's, it's their inside and you remove them or you whatever. So I'm thinking about this and it's like the state coming in to someone and saying, we're taking your kids and we're going to surgically alter them is exactly like what we do to goats when they tie the rubber band around the, the nuts so they eventually fall off. Like we own them, they're livestock. Now, I don't think this is actually anything to do with aliens. It's that the governments and the elites are treating us like chickens, like livestock. They did it to Saddam Hussein. I mean, if they want something, and I don't know who they are exactly, but when people that are attempting to control people Earth, power. yeah, someone's, I think there's groups of people that are trying to vie for power. They will just, you know, go out and take you gotta it for wonder, the most part. When you have people going up on stage at, at a TED Talk saying, there's too many people on this planet and we have to reduce population growth. What kind of thing would they be willing to do if they right. really believe this? You guys saw that Paul, was his name, Ehrlich? The no. population bomb guy who keeps saying there's too many people and then it never tr- turns out to be true. Yeah, Jane Goodall was just talking about it too. Said all these problems would be avoided if we had the population that we had 500 years ago, which is just a bland, generic statement, probably not totally accurate. Yo, but indicating 500 million people about. Yeah. I mean, there is, there is some truth to you will own nothing and you will be happy in that if you don't know you can't regret not having it, right? Like, I can't teleport. I don't wake up crying that I can't teleport. I never could. I, I, there are airplanes. You can, you can buy a ticket day of, get on a plane and fly somewhere. When, when, the, when the flights get canceled, we get angry about it, you know? So it's like, if it, so when, when, when I was flying for the holidays and the plane gets canceled, I was just like, dude, I'm not gonna scream and cry over like a busted plane because the giant metal skybird, someone else, like all of humanity is working towards building, like can't service me in a single day, where it's a luxury, I get it. But the idea of these elites is that take these things away from people, take away their knowledge of these things, and they won't be unhappy. Yeah, that's what they're trying. I'm to thinking do. about that with eating cockroaches and stuff, the bug narrative. Like, if we ate meat growing up, so we know, like, if I had grown up eating cockroaches fried and my mom watching my mom do it, I wouldn't even think twice about eating cockroaches. Right. And that we're the generation where they're trying to change. I hate saying they, it's so generic, but where, you know, economic forum people cultists. that think it's, 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 it's a it's, lot of it is Klaus, like Klaus, you know, you know, it's you, bro. Like you're do you've been doing <laughs> yeah, this since the seventies. They're a cult. And especially since like 2000 or like, something. Uh, I'm just imagining these people are chickens themselves thinking everyone else are chickens and that they're smarter chickens than the other chickens. I'm like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You think you do. You're wrong. Science changes. What, what Elon Musk talks about this, we need more people. And he's right. Mm-hmm. Think about, man, 
Think about anything. There's a can of Stees over there. I, green tea. I see Lucas drinking. The can was made by a canning company. The, the printer ink or whatever is put onto the can is made by a different company. The drink itself is made by a different company. It, it, it takes such a tremendous amount of specialty to make a single item in this, like, let alone a phone. I mean, the plastics, the metals, the glass, all of the different specialties requires experts in all of these different fields. If the population of the planet dropped to 500 million, you would lose things like, you would lose plastics. Cobalt. You Where are you going to get your electric yeah, no, vehicle no electric, batteries? Oh, no, no, bro. An electric car couldn't exist on a population of 500 million people on this mm-hmm. planet. Yeah. I just don't see it as being possible. Electric cars are such complex machines. Maybe some rudimentary kind of thing. You know, you can get a handful of people, but who's going to mine the copper? Who's going to then fashion the electric motors? Who's going to generate the energy? All of the, the, the more people we have on the planet, or I should say in existence, because we can leave the planet too, the more specialties there are, the more we can do things. To put it very simply, when we talk about inventions and the crazy things, we have a levitating UFO in here right in front of Ian. All that really happens is some dude goes, I figured out how to, how to make a thing that will create magnetism if you put electric current through it. Then someone else goes, hey, I can buy those from you and then put an axle in it and it'll spin that axle and drive a wheel. The electric motor company is different from the car company. So basically what's happening is tons of people are making things that on their own are pointless, and then other people are connecting things and making them do other things. Less people means less technology. I'll put it much more simply. The Roman Empire had indoor plumbing. After the fall of the Roman Empire, they just didn't have it anymore. So in, in, in Europe, in the, after the Dark Ages, they would just take dumps in holes in the floor that would flop to the ground, or they would chuck them out the window in buckets. A thousand years after. That's a thousand years after they had indoor plumbing in Rome. A thousand years later, they're like, you just forgot how to do it. Yeah. Now imagine. And that's not even less people. That's more people. Mm -hmm. Now imagine what was in the library of Alexandria. Oh, um, man. It's a time machine. Again, I, I I do believe that there was kind of more advanced civilizations that we don't know about. But I think history is just as fake as our news today. And we have to realize that the stories we're being told are being told for a very specific reason. A lot of the people that are in charge, a lot of them are eugenicists. A lot of them are narcissists. A lot of them are control freaks. And they're trying to get control of every aspect of your life. And we have to remember the freedoms that we give up today, our grandchildren will never know of tomorrow. Uh, I forgot who said that. Someone else a lot smarter than me actually said that. But we're, we're living in a world where our freedoms are slowly and surely just being taken away. Technology, innovation is, is creeping into our society, and it's slowly eviscerating any kind of anonymity, any kind of privacy, any kind of uh, secrecy that we previously had before is, is gone. We have satellites, we have cell phones, we have, we have cameras, we have facial recognition, watching every one of our moves, tracking our purchases, tracking where we're going, tracking when we're taking a dump. Uh, we're truly moving towards a, a society that is absolutely controlled by these population control freaks. And I, I think we're at a crossing point, especially right now. I think right now we're at a very crucial turning point in world history, especially when it comes to the larger experiment that is the United States and its larger freedoms. And it could either go total freedom, total slavery. Um, and I think that decision is going to be made very soon. I think it's going to be made in 2023, to it, be honest with you guys. It's important to remember that right now is all there is, that time is something humans made up to get places at the same moment, but it's always right now. And we are changing this right now, reality constantly. 
So let that be some motivation to get up there and move, baby. That's my analysis. What do you yeah. think? What, what, what's your analysis and assessment of where we are as a society and where we're moving forward? Um, I think culturally, uh, I'm really scared for what's coming next, just based on the stuff that I've had to to see uh, through running running loves and sex talk. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think I I think that I would rather I would, I'd rather all the technology we have and live now with all that, even with all the 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 bad parts that comes with it, than to have lived hundreds of years ago without what we have now. Um, so yeah, I think we just have to be more vigilant, um, with our online security. Um, and yeah, whenever, whenever they talk about eating the bugs, I literally go out and buy a steak. I'm like, (laughs) I'm never going to eat the bugs and I'm just going to eat steak harder. But but they're implementing it in places like Australia where a thousand schools are now forcing their children uh, to to eat the bugs in, inside of major school areas. Really, I didn't see that. Yeah, story. and That's... and you know they're they're also forcing people to take medical procedures uh, that some people are connecting to some people just you know dropping dead uh, suddenly. There's a story right now happening uh, right now within the NFL that also I think is going to be worth talking about potentially on the after show since there's been a lot of uh, coincidences that have been happening. Uh, you see this story? I guess it just, just happened 20 I'm minutes reading, ago. I'm, I'm reading the chat room, and then people in the chat room are talking yeah, about Demar, it Yeah, DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field in a game. Uh, sus- the game was suspended. So first, the dude was tackled. He doesn't hit his head or anything. He gets tackled and takes the fall to his left shoulder, stands up, slowly starts. He walks around for a few seconds, then just falls right back. They started doing CPR and giving him oxygen, and I guess they're suspending the game. I don't know what happened. Um, loaded into an ambulance. People were crying, and they're suspending the game. Yo, I, I've seen injuries in football games before. I've not heard of, maybe, I'm just not a big football guy, of people crying, and then the game being suspended. Did the dude die? From being tackled like that? Well, That's not, what some people are saying in the in the, in the chat room. Let me let me just let me just show you the video. It's it's not people, graphic people, or anything. People in the chat room are saying that he did pass away. Here, He's, take a look at this video. Oh, did this just happen? Yeah, yeah. this just, just happened. Just oh, I didn't see so, that. So so right, I'm, I'm slow down. All right, this guy right here. Yeah. This yeah. guy right here. This is Demar. So there, here you go. He gets tackled. He's right here. Let me play it for you. Boom. Goes down onto his left shoulder. Stands sense. right up. Yeah. Didn't hit his head or nothing, and then. Gone. Oh, oh my God. He hit his head going down, but he's wearing a helmet. Look at that. Yeah, it doesn't look I mean, bad. It did not look bad at all. I bet I've, I've I've fallen so much worse skating. I was told by yeah. a doctor recently that if you are to get a COVID vaccine or a booster, that you should take like six weeks off. Well, he told me that I or so he was telling someone. I think I was watching a show to take well, six why, weeks. What off. What does that have to do with a football game? To take six weeks off of strenuous labor. I don't know if he has been vaccinated or, yeah, it could be totally irrelevant. I don't know. But for someone, <laughs> if they're not getting that instruction totally and, and they're getting like medical procedures or injections or things like that, and then they're just going full, hard moving. I mean, that can be a toll on your cardio. Well, Dr. Know. Peter McCullough has, uh, and um, yeah, another doctor have different explanations to it and, and scientific uh, understanding of it that's being questioned right now. Uh, Twitter's finally allowing us to have a platform where a lot of this science is actually being debated in an honest and open real way. As we recently found out through, through the Twitter files that of course the White House was manipulating scientific data, scientists, and the actual information because it was inconvenient for them and their larger political agenda. 
agenda. These are, these are the Fauci files that are supposed to be coming out. No, soon. no, no, no. These oh, are the I'm Twitter sorry, files that were right, released, right. and now the, the Fauci files I'm, I'm, are going to be right. Released. I'm saying the the next step of this. We we yeah. are we already know from Twitter files that got released that because of COVID specifically, the government was intervening, getting people suspended. Like Alex Berenson was a very big story, but the Fauci files are going to supposedly directly implicate Fauci himself. You so think we'll he's see. Go to prison? No. No way. No, even, when, even when we control the house? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding? Oh, man. Sorry. Like, Kevin McCarthy, he's making all these promises. Marjorie Taylor Greene's backing him. They they probably cut some kind of deal so she'd get back on committees if she supported him. There are people who are saying, when it comes to Kevin McCarthy as speaker, take what you can get. My response is, nope, I'm not doing it. I don't care. I don't like Republicans. I don't like the Republican Party. I never did. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump was something different. I didn't even like Trump in 2016. But then I saw what he was doing. I liked at least what we got out of pulling troops out of the Middle East, getting our getting our troops out of Syria, all that nonsense. No war in Ukraine, for instance. Mm-hmm. The economy was doing pretty well. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. Like there, there's a libertarian element that was able to piggyback Freedom Caucus people, people like DeSantis off of what Trump was doing. I like that. I'll take it. But now I don't know what Trump's doing, but I'm not I'm not interested. I mean, it's it's really stupid. The things he's put up on Truth Social and stuff, whatever. I still think he's way better than anyone in the Republican establishment. But the idea that I, like someone who never liked the Republican Party, is going to in any way get behind someone like Kevin McCarthy, dude, never going to happen. Like, dude, the dude could be sitting here right in front of me. I'm going to be like, I don't care. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> McCarthy <laughs> called for Trump to be impeached, look, to be kicked out of office. Michael, and, let, let, let me see. Uh, yeah, keep, keep, keep talking. But we have this for Michael Malice. On January 3rd, 2019, Democrats officially retook the House and elected Nancy Pelosi as Speaker. The Republicans nominated Kevin McCarthy as their candidate. The person who gave the nominating speech was Liz Cheney. Yeah, I'm not interested in any of that. So, guys, if you're a Republican, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you're cheering for McCarthy. Hey, man, do your thing. Democrats cheer for Nancy Pelosi. They do their thing. Fine, whatever. I don't care. Libertarian all the way? I'm not, I'm not going to get behind Kevin McCarthy. Are you guys down with the Mises Caucus? I like those guys. Yeah, I like them a lot. From uh, from one to a hundred, and a uh, hundred is Ron Paul, and one is Liz Cheney. Where do you see yourself <laughs> on that political spectrum? I mean, I'll just say that. Give me a number. Give me a number. Okay. <laughs> um. A hundred total freedom, uh, Ron Paul. <laughs> one, <laughs> one, 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 Liz Cheney. I'm, I'm explaining it. No freedom, total status, neocon. Neocon is the one. A hundred is Ron Paul. Where, where are you on that spectrum? I'll say like seventy-five. Okay. What are you, Luke? Sucker. Interesting. He's one hundred. I'm hundred. Really? He's Ron Paul. I'm yeah. so glad you're here. I'm yeah. eighty. But come on, what come on. Liz, I was even Liz critical Cheney? of like Ron Paul when Ron Paul was running. So I'm critical of everybody. Ron, total freedom, yeah. Paul. I like. How I that. Yeah, like. I don't want to. I, I don't want to say 100 because it's too absolute. But I don't want to be yeah. even one degree closer to Liz Cheney. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, that's technically no, where you are. So, so let me know in the comment section where do you stand in the comment section? 100 to one. Let me know your number. Um, uh, I love the chat room. You guys are awesome, and it's great being a part of these conversations. Always 99.5. 99.5. A lot of 60. A lot of 69s. Like, uh, are you? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry. No, you said you said you uh, that Trump would be, you know, Trump is the best one. 
So are you Trump or DeSantis? Or? Well, I don't know if Trump is the best one. It's from the Republican Party. Uh, he's better than the establishment Republicans. DeSantis is, I think at this point, I don't even know what Trump's doing. I'd, I'd say DeSantis over Trump. DeSantis over Trump. Yeah, in, in like February and April, I was saying, I don't know, DeSantis, is, he's got the tact, he's younger. But uh, I don't know if he has the aggression. You know, Trump. Look at the way he's taking on all of the wokeness in Florida. I know. I mean, I'm not advocating. I'm not. What about you? Trump either. or DeSantis? I'm not answering that. I oh, think, come on. Here's the thing is that and, and I did an interview the other day and they tried they tried getting me to give an answer. And I don't owe allegiance to any political to any politician. They work for us. I'll yeah. watch DeSantis campaign. I'll watch Trump campaign and then I'll make a decision. Yeah, true. That. You think you'll yeah, go yeah, Republican yeah. for point. sure? Do you just kind of go with whoever? No, candidate? Republican all the way for sure. Have but, you always been a Republican? Yeah. So what do you think about McCarthy as speaker? Um, <laughs> Not fun? I mean, I wish there were other options. Mm. Um, I don't think he'd be my first choice. But I, ch- I think that just the fact that we have, that it will be a Republican speaker is, is, is going to be good regardless. Um, but no, he would not be my first choice. What do you think? He wouldn't be my eighth choice. He wouldn't be uh-huh. my, he, he wouldn't be my hundredth choice. But look, choice. this is what we have. So I, we have to work with it, I think. I yeah I I get that but I don't have to work with it. No, we you know you, no, you don't. But like, the- my 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 view is, look, I didn't vote for Trump against Hillary despite knowing that Hillary Clinton is evil, and Trump was just crazy. Like I don't, I don't mean crazy like insane. I mean he was like chaos. More chaotic is probably the way I would describe it. He was more chaotic. He was more arrogant and these things. I didn't think he had the decorum. And that's just me. I understand, I understand people thought his attitude is exactly what the White House needed. Then I saw what he was doing, and I was like, okay, yeah, this, this deserves a second term. Like, this is good stuff. This, it's, not, it's not perfect or anything. So I don't, I don't like the lesser of two evils vote. When it came to Biden versus Trump, I was like, Trump did things I really liked. He set timetables for getting out of the Middle East. He got us out of Syria. He did those things. There's a lot of complicated stuff there, but the North Korea peace deals, Abraham Accords, all these things I thought were very good. And then I look at Joe Biden and I'm like, he's crooked as they come. This is a no brainer. You know, he also can't get a sentence out. I mean, he has dementia. So, but now looking at what the Republican establishment has always had to offer, there's a reason why I've never voted for them until now, because they're Mm -hmm. a garbage party. And like the funny thing is, when you look at the polling, Democrats mostly like Democrats, Democrat voters mostly like Democrat politicians. Republican voters don't even like Republican politicians. I think Republicans tend to be people who know politics, but are begrudgingly voting for the best thing they can get. And I'm kind of like, well, you know, do your thing. Like, you know, I like Marjorie Taylor Greene a lot and she's supporting Kevin McCarthy. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know, go for it. You know, by all means, like that's your that's your thing. I'm not a part of the Republican Party. I don't like Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, or Kevin McCarthy. I'm not going to support that. If if they win or if, if McCarthy wins, I don't. I I see very little difference between him and Nancy Pelosi. Mm. I, I I get it. Pelosi is very very bad. But I'm like eh, establishment, establishment, establishment. Like I don't know. Like when Donald Trump gets elected in 2016, from 2017 until 2019, the establishment Republicans worked against him. Establishment Republicans were the ones who helped change the voting rules to make sure he lost. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm getting behind someone like Kevin McCarthy. It's just not going to happen. And then Matt Gates, I think, is saying Jim Jordan. And I'm like, I don't even care about that. Like M- Matt Gates, maybe. Donald Trump for speaker, sure. <laughs> I don't even know who I would support, but it's not going to be any of these guys. And not, not like it matters. I'm not in Congress. I'm not going to be voting right. anyway. So right. if Kevin, look, I get it. If Kevin McCarthy wins, it's better than Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. But part of me really wants to see him lose because it would be the funniest thing ever after this ap- apocalyptic performance in the midterms relative to what people wanted it to be. 
Ronda McDaniel still getting support after all these failures. I think they need to lose. I think Republicans need to lose the speakership when they have the majority just because of how how functional they are. Well, look, there's a coalition of of moderate individuals who are voting Republican right now because of the stuff, you know, for instance, you you highlight. But I'm not going to get behind Kevin McCarthy because the creepos are doing weird children sex shows or anything like that. Like you, you are not getting me to vote Republican because of the culture war. If you if I'm concerned about these issues, I like DeSantis. DeSantis is actually effective. So someone like him as speaker, I'm like, I, I like it. He is surrounding himself with establishment people, though. So we'll see. I don't want to ramble too long. We got to go to Super Chats, but maybe we'll talk a little bit more. So we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends and become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members only uncensored show coming up. And we're going to talk more about some very serious issues related to like the death penalty and things like that. Things that are pretty dark. But uh, don't just become a member for, for just that. When you become a member, you're helping our mission. We've got, we bought a building. The building is done. We own it. We are going to be putting a cafe hangout on the first floor. We're going to be putting up TVs that will play shows of ours. We're going to play people like Viva Fry. We're going to play like Rakeda. If, if, they're, if they're cool with us playing their videos on the TVs in the, in the venue. The idea is someone comes in for a cup of coffee and what do they see on the TV screens? Not Fox News, not CNN. They see content you know and love from people we know and love and respect. People like Crowder, for instance. And we, I want to have 100 of these in a couple of years. I want to have 10,000 of these in the next 5, 10 years. I know, ambitious. But then think about regular people walking in to buy a coffee. They know the brand. They see the shows. It creates a physical location where people can, can be hanging out, sharing ideas. I think that's a huge component of what we have to do. Plus, we're doing other shows and a bunch of other things. We've got a skate show coming soon. I'm really excited for this. We're going we're gonna to read these super chats. Let's go. Smash that like button. And uh, let's see. What do we got? Jay Marie says, history shows us over and over. Unchecked power leads to tyranny. What happened to libs of TikTok is just one example. And history is filled with them. Gulag Archipelago says it all. Stay safe. Thank you. Yeah. Well, how long till you, till you think we're all in the gulag together hanging out? Um, at this point, I would say a couple months. Couple months. <laughs> oh, uh, well, the, the gulag was actually the uh, government uh, department that created the prisons. The prisons themselves weren't gulags. So you're saying we'll be running the gulags? Yes, mm-hmm. the gulag will be when, ours. when we're in the gulag, it means we're running them. Cool. I'll see a lot of my followers there, probably. <laughs> Mimic says, I guarantee Taylor Lorenz is hate-watching the crap out of this episode feverishly taking notes to completely misrepresent and lie about. Yeah, we talked about that before the show. I know what that's like. I was like, they're going to take whatever you say. And I know. I already know what they're going to take. I can't wait to see it. I know what she, I kind of can empathize like when you're alone and like how you start to try to mother society. Like when I look outside for solutions because I'm so, you know, I don't even realize how miserable I am because I'm so miserable. Like it's like it's cognitive dissonance. I can't can't even sense it because it's so horrible kind of thing. I hope she's not going someone, to that, but it seems like it. Someone said franchise for our coffee shops. Yes, that's a really good idea. So one thing we can do is once we set up a couple of them, create a franchise plan and like stipulations and like, you know, the general contract and then uh, help people set up their own shops. I think I like the Chick-fil-A model. One one company, one person can only own one location to guarantee quality and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really, really cool. We do the Saturday morning cartoons events at all the locations, the stipulation. Saturday morning from like 6 to 8. 
you know, there's approved shows that we can play. Probably like maybe we'll just do the Daily Wire stuff, Chip Chilla or whatever they're putting out. Lex Where, Friedman. What? For kids? No. <laughs> We're talking about Saturday morning. Oh, families can come hang out. Yeah. So there's no drag shows there. No. Yeah. We wouldn't mm-hmm. allow that. And so that would be part of like franchise contracts. You can't have, you know, these kinds of things. So you like run like oh. the same syndicated stuff across all franchise? Yeah. Like, like Jimmy John's franchises are required to put up signs. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have stuff like that. Like, you know, as a part of this business, you recognize Saturday morning community events. People can come in like Chick-fil-A's are closed on Sundays, things like that. But we'll see, you know, it depends, it depends on what we can do. And then uh, we're going to start selling our coffee very soon. I'm so excited, dude. I want to taste yeah, yeah, yeah. that just steamed perfect temperature, not burnt oh, crisp. Dude. The Rise with Roberto Jr. breakfast blend. We got to get a bunch of coconut waters that we can add for them if they want it sweetened. Well, you buy your own coconut peanut butter water. powder in there. I don't know. You, you, people protein. can do that themselves. Yeah. But uh, one, our, one, of, one of our products is Rise with Roberto Jr. I like it. Yep. When is your first location opening? Give a date? Or no, no, no. But we're going to start selling the coffee online. We, we, oh. we, we actually have been working on this for a little bit. So the coffee designs are already, and we actually have sampled them already. Oh, cool. I'm really excited. The, the, I think the Rise with the Brodo Jr. is really good. I'm not a light roast. I like dark roast. So we're doing a very dark roast. I love it. And it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Cool. All right. Kent Pittsburgh says, I'm loss prevention for a big box store and wore my Roberto Stand Your Ground shirt for the first time yesterday and caught two shoplifters within two hours. Roberto sends shivers down the spine of criminals. That's right, he does. Stand Your Ground. It's Roberto Jr., actually. I love it. Uh, Roberto's retired to Cocktown. And then people were, because Roberto Jr. is in charge of Chicken City now, and they were like, he, he sits on a throne he did not build. <laughs> Roberto did all the work. It's only the- two more generations till they completely forget how they got here and they start to, that's right like, that's yeah. how it works four generations so we're gonna start uh i think right now actually we're gonna start incubating some new some new chickens and then we'll have to retire some you know retire as and eat them because they Yum. taste really good mm-hmm. <laughs> fried especially all right let's go let's go what do we got pup shepherd says if our money is spread between many podcasts can we buy a single episode on timcast rather than subscribe Hi, Ian. Wags, wags. That's a very, very, very good idea. I'll look into how we can do that. I'm not sure. Hmm. But it could be like, you know, three bucks for like a couple episodes to watch or something. I don't know. Maybe it's like $2.99 to watch any episode or 10 bucks a month for unlimited access. If someone asked if you could do five bucks a month to get like a day later, get all the behind the scenes comment 24 hours later than the $10 a month one. Someone, someone just sent me a message and asked that. It's, it's, it's the challenge is it's just technical. Like, yeah, that's what I first thought. Building that stuff out, right. It's a lot of money to build. And then it's just, it's like 10 bucks a month gives you everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, I'm looking at what we have and it's like, we're actually pretty cheap. I think the Daily Wire is 13 bucks. I was shocked to find, you know, Luke Uncensored was like 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth uh, every penny. There's a lot of things. <laughs> you, you get three master classes, exclusive merchandise and t-shirts at cost where it's cheap and a forum where I have to answer all of your questions and an AMA to meet other members. So I've been working really hard on my members area and uh, uh, we've been censored so many times. This is the answer. This is the way to do it. Yeah. LukeUncensored.com. I got I to gotta read this one, Kaya, and I, you might, you, I don't know if you're going to like it. Real Hydro, you know him, you'll love him. He says, Libs of TikTok looks like Taylor Lorenz. It's amazing. I guess you become what you hate. Tim's still not listening to people. Everyone was saying that on Twitter. I I had to bring it up because people mentioned it when you went on Tucker. They were like, you you don't, you don't, you're not like identical or anything, but they were like, you're kind of similar looking. 
I don't see it at all. But she wrote it was she wrote something on Twitter like you know about it's so misogynistic. She's like, oh, two white women with long, dark hair, <laughs> and she wrote this. Listen to what she wrote. She wrote one is a one is a hate account which says gay people shouldn't exist, and one is an, a, an investigative journalist. But she didn't specify which one is which. Well, you're the investigative journalist. <laughs> I know. So that's what I wrote on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, Taylor, breaking. Taylor comes out as homophobic, you know? Well, I don't know. I think it's funny that people are pointing it out. You should just, she's like the, you know, the, ear, the evil mirror version, you know? She's not, though. There's nothing similar. Well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm saying not that you're not that you're similar, but oh, no, she's no, no, the looks. she's the mirror op, like the opposite. It's yeah. an inversion. You mm-hmm. know, you do investigative reporting by actually showing videos and exposing it, and it's very it's it's very light. To be honest, it's like, hey, look at what this person said. Whereas what she does is she fabricates things. You know, yeah. There you go. I mean, and she's I watching right now. And she's shaking. Yeah. She all is. alone in her 90 degree apartment. I hope, I'd, I'd love feel to see you guys do a show. There. Like even I don't know how long. I offer to do a live stream with her. That'd be great. And she didn't respond. Just if a calm, well, like, it goes the wouldn't. distance. She yeah. might. No, no come on. People like, change, man. Especially now, things are getting drastic. We got to come together. Well, maybe. If Taylor's watching this, my offer still stands until 12 p.m. tonight. So. This is, look, I always I always give a shout out to Joey Salads because he he did the, that. I don't know if you know who, you know Joey Salads? No. He was a big YouTuber. Oh, gee. And he was to make, he made prank videos and stuff like that. And he made these videos where it's like, one was... He left a car in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a parking lot and put a bunch of Trump stickers on it, Trump signs or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to wait and see what happens. And we're going to put a hidden camera. And the next thing you see is a bunch of black dudes are smashing the car and destroying it. Turns out, though, he staged the whole thing. Hmm. Some dude filmed it happened, called him out. Persona non grata. Everyone's like, F this guy. And then I remember he hit me up and I was going to Sweden. And I was like, dude, F you. I know what you did, blah, blah. He got mad. I thought about it and I was like, if this guy is getting crapped on because he did something wrong and his only opportunity is to be pushed away, he will accept that. So if I say, you know what, man, he said he was sorry. I accept your apology. I'll go talk to him. Give him an opportunity to actually come back into the fold. Don't push people away when they're remorseful and they regret what they did, even if they regret it for the wrong reasons. Maybe he one day was like, I really shouldn't have done that. He said he got carried away. He didn't even think about what he was he was doing. Maybe maybe he really was evil, whatever one of people whatever people want to say about him. If you got a guy and he has the option to go the dark path or the light path, and you're standing on the light path and you're saying, get the F away from me, you go down that dark path. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you be like, I accept your apology, come with us to the light side and do good and help people? And now he does silly pranks with his girlfriend. He's like, so I think the right thing to do is for someone like, you know, even Taylor Lorenz's. You're always welcome to hang out and have a beer, you know, and, and stop doing this really nasty, evil stuff and being a, just a bad person. And, uh, you know, at any point, Taylor Lorenz wants to be like, I'm not going to do this stuff anymore. I just want to be friends and play Monopoly. You can come and play Monopoly. Like, we'll hang out with you. No one's going to be mad at you. We'll laugh. We'll play pool. We'll get sushi. And everyone will be like, thank you for doing the right thing. You're always welcome to be friends with us. But if you guys make trades and Monopoly that are screwing me over, I'm going to flip the board. I'm just kidding. I'll play it out. It's the luck of the dice. So any, I love that game. Like that, that's the thing. There's a reason why people like Hassan, Taylor, Jank, all these people won't come on shows like this. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Ben Shapiro is willing to interview anybody, but they're not willing to come to the other side. It's because they know what they're doing is wrong. It's because they know that they're lying. It's because they know that they're exploiting ignorant individuals who don't follow politics. And they know, Taylor Lorenz knows that if she actually sits down with you, she would be proven wrong about everything, everything. she's ever yeah. said. And so she can't. Yeah. They need to maintain that, that, that veil. 
that lie. Mm-hmm. I don't, do you think we can keep going on like that as a species? Well, um, I'd say no. But you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. We the gotta veil will it. be lifted one way or another, whether we do it by choice or by chips getting pushed into our brains or just dying. I mean, I and think seeing people God. are really starting to see through all the lies. So, no, no one takes her seriously. I, I I think she's on the verge of being fired. Yeah, I I, that, I would I, think so too. I'm surprised she hasn't been yet. She must have something on them. I uh, a contract. I have sources. Maybe something more. I don't know. Yeah. So this may come as a surprise to people, but I used to work in in corporate press. I have sources, and they tell me that there are people at the Washington Post who are veterans who are losing their minds, and it's causing real problems internally. These are people like who have been there for a decade plus, who genuinely wanted to be heroic journalists. And are now watching this vapid, you know, Taylor Lorenz do TikTok social media gossip, and it's not news. There are people that wanted to be like, I have exposed the CEO of a major corporation trafficking children. Like, here's the expose like of a real lifetime. journalism. Yeah. yeah. Instead, the Washington Post invests in someone complaining about mean tweets, mm-hmm. and that becomes their center, the, the focus. And so I heard that it was causing kind of instability. But, uh, uh, Higher-ups are extremely angry at, at the decision. The idea was, and this could, be, this could be nonsense. This is just from people I know who work in New York media. They're saying that the reason the decision to hire her was because they felt that the media landscape was changing and that she represented what younger people were more interested in. And that's why she was so controversial and that the controversy was good because that's what generates traffic these days. That's where it goes wrong. That's right. Controversy for clicks is not the way forward. And I know, I know some veteran journalists who've done reporting in like Bolivia and Colombia, cartel, uh, Nicaragua, like government conflicts. You know, like I know some journalists who have gone down and um, like the FARC groups. I think that's Colombia. They've done some really heavy stuff, and they're just like it is the most demoralizing thing mm-hmm. in the world to risk your life and then be told we're going to lead with the person said a nasty word to one of our reporters on Twitter. Yeah. And they're just like, if you want to be a, a rag, be a rag. I want to do journalism. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, they got to make the decision. Speaking of Rogan did an interview with the guy who went to the cobalt mines in the Congo and exposed like tens of thousands of humans just digging cobalt with their bare hands and little, as you long, guys got to watch that as on long Spotify. As it's not cold. That is real journalism right there. That guy risked his freaking life and is still risking his life and the life of his uh, coworkers doing that. Let's read some more. We got Matthew Schneider says, Tim Cast should make a fictional series about government agencies involved conspiracies and subterfuge, then call it the F files. We were talking about this. My brother had the idea. Make like mo- movies where... So we, we were kind of bouncing ideas back and forth. One of the ideas we had was it's Hillary Clinton and she has uh, uh, a couple things. Maybe we should say this. I'll, I'll just say it anyway. She has, a, she has a, a, a viewing device that can see the future and they keep seeing the rise of new Hitlers. These people who become prominent and then end up leading fascist factions. And so, you know, she has no choice but to stop all of these people. I'll save this one the more detail because I think people understand the general idea. And the other was that uh, she runs a suicide prevention nonprofit. Well, we'll I'll save that joke for uh, afterwards. But anyway, the idea is, uh, you know, make make funny short films, you know, poking fun at a bunch of conspiracy theories if you get my drift. Who, who knows where Seth Rich would have ended up? You know, he could have been a, a, a very, uh, a, a, had a, a cult, cult of personality uh, leader, you know? Let's read some more super chats. Uh, oh, we'll, 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 I'll give you more details in the members only. It was funny. We have, we have one about lizard people and stuff like that. I think it's one. All right. All right. What do we got? 
Delamar says to put this in movie land, R rated is under 17 with adult. NC-17 is no one under 17, period. X is adult. NC-17 was made due to extreme violence. However, not, not sexually explicit since X-rated existed. The laws are all there. There you go. If it's X-rated, you can't have kids no matter what. Or NC-17. Yep. Okay. Yeah, What was there a movie recently that was NC-17? I don't know. Yeah. They were pretty rare. Yeah, R-rated is you, you can bring a kid in if the parent's with them. Mm-hmm. And then PG-13 was if, you're thir- if the kid's 13, they yep. can go. That's so weird. But on the internet, you could get anything you want. Yeah, that's, that's messed up, man. Internet is, is bad for kids. You know what I'm saying? All right. H Music says, I've lived in the Chicago suburbs my entire life. Slot machines, especially video poker machines, have been legal and in places for years. Bennigan's on Michigan Avenue had a video poker machine 25 years ago. I didn't know that, and I don't remember seeing those things. And what I was told is that there was a recent compromise with the ability to put slot machines in within the past few years. Due to some law expiring, bars were getting mad about whether or not they could attract patrons, and they made a compromise saying, okay, how about we give you slot machines? And so, you know. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, ah, your last name, cast? Nope, pool. Jason says, Tim, you need to play a game of snooker. I've seen the game played, but I don't know what it is. What's like, it called? Snooker. It's snooker? Like, yeah, it's like a British version of pool. Some sort. Snook is such a funny word. And then there's, a, was it called carom billiards or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Where it's like there's no pockets. The goal is to hit both balls in one turn or something like that. Right. You get a point if you do. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun, too. You can just play that on a regular pool table. You know what I like? I like um, uh, bumper pool. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Right, you get the table with the little bumpers on it. And you... All right. Daniel Damasig says, Tate did a five-hour podcast with Patrick Bet David worth a listen. Time frame of interview was shortly after his cancellation and debanking. Interesting. Yeah. There's some the infotainment podcast. Is that what it was? That's a Patrick's uh, show. I don't know. You might have more shows now. I think he's branching out. They have an entire network now. Yeah. What do we got? Alex P says, check DMs from the Patriot Wait, pen maker. Hold on. Let me, I, I got to correct that last one. It's valutainment, not infotainment. Valutainment? Sorry about that, Patrick. Yeah, valutainment. Oh, the valutainment podcast. Saurus? Saurusay? Saurusay. Saurusay. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Oh. Courts are there not to provide justice. Courts are to provide good men with a reason not to use violence in pursuit of justice. The left is removing that. Well, it's not just the courts. The courts have limited enforcement capabilities. It's that law enforcement is supposed to adhere to the court rulings. The crazy thing about the Supreme Court is we were talking with uh, Will Chamberlain, and he said the Supreme Court is scared that if they push too hard on certain rulings, it will expose them as, as having no real power. The Supreme Court can say whatever they want, but who's to say anyone will abide by it? Jeez. So if they, infor- if, if they enact certain rulings that are too different from the culture— People will just ignore their rulings, and once they do, the confidence in the rulings are shattered. I think it's funny when people, they were wearing those shirts that abort the Supreme Court, and it's just like, I get it, you don't like the law. It's just so, it's what, throughout the courts, because you don't like the law? It's just, what do, you, what do you expect? If that's the sentiment, then we really are just seeing the dismantling of this country. All right, Ghost Crusader says, Tim, it was Mel Gibson that screams, give me back my son. Harrison Ford screamed, get off my plane. It was um, Family Guy, I think, where they had Harrison Ford running down the street, grabbing people and saying something about like, I want my son back. Can you Google that or whatever? Harrison Ford, Family Guy, give me back my son. That was the reference. Hmm. Give me back my son. 
Who was in that movie where the kid disappears and like the aliens abducted him? It's like the people start forgetting the kid existed. And then slowly the things start disappearing. And then like the, the woman, who was it? Julianne Moore or whatever. She like mm. sees evidence. The kid exists. She's like, there, it's there. And then all of a sudden like the picture disappears. She's like, what happened? Weird. No, never. No. Yeah. No bells. Panthera says the Andrew Tate story is real. Both brothers are self-confessed scammers. There are two highly comprehensive threads compiling evidence that their alleged trafficking operation is real. I mean, look, I've seen videos where he basically says he wanted to make money. So he told these women who loved him. He was going to have them do cam work and they got to pay him. I don't know what those videos are because they could be out of context. I'm just saying I saw those videos. Some of them are creepy. Mm. But uh, I just I try to be careful because I don't trust the establishment, to be honest. Yeah. You know. Kinjin Ranger says pray for Damar Hamlin of the, of the Buffalo Bills. We have an update on that. I'm looking into it right now. Um, the family guy thing looks like it's Peter on the phone with a girl when he says it. He says what? Uh, give me back my son. There's there a cutaway gag where it's like Harrison Ford running down the street grabbing people. I didn't see that part yet. I'll have to look into it. He like runs up to someone, grabs him, give me back my son. Then he throws him, then he runs again, grabs someone, give me back my son, and throws him, and then he oh, runs I remember up to that someone. One, yeah. yeah. I remember that now. Where are we at with some super chats? Agamemnon's gym bag says, finishing a cutting board as a Christmas gift for a friend who tried to gaslight me on the 2020 riots. At this point, I haven't gotten her to denounce the National Park Service, but she's coming around. Here's your reminder not to give up on those you care about. Well, I guess Luke would call her a dirty communist, but you know. I'm still, wait, wait what happened? I'm, I'm <laughs> he looking. said, I haven't been able to convince her to denounce the National Park Service, but she's coming around. You could do this. I believe in you. And uh, <laughs> those dirty communists the need to be put in check. Oh, man. Ken Block passed away in a snowmobile accident. Yeah. That's what uh, 40 is saying. Yeah. And then uh, Jeremy Renner ran himself over. Oh, man. How's he doing? He, was, uh, he lost a lot of blood, critical but stable condition. Hopefully his leg's okay. Wow. That's brutal. With what did he run himself over? He had a big snowplow. He ran his leg over. Jeez, I heard man. his neighbor gave him a tourniquet yeah. and saved his life. Oh, hell so yeah. if you guys have tourniquets, learn how to use them because you never know when you're going to need to use them. Well, you can just make a tourniquet. Yeah, of course. But, you know. Yeah, if you do it too tight, but they're also very the leg. They're also very cheap. Yeah. Uh, a pen and a shirt. Yeah, You should learn how to do it. Yeah. I did a hostile environment training. And it's surprising that there are like some people will put the tourniquet like below the wound. I know it doesn't. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. You have, you have to also you have to also usually go really pretty tighter, like way tighter than you think you would. Yeah. You don't have to just. Kind and of there's a time limit too. Yeah. There's definitely. a certain amount of time because the, exactly. the the tissue starts dying. And depends what kind of vein or uh, artery yeah, is being affected. Yep. Correct. Yeah. We had one guy. They showed a pig femoral bleed, and a guy just hit the floor. Yeah. He, he had a, what's it called? Something nerve reaction. I don't know what it's called. A God stress me. response. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a nerve. Um, you want to oh, look it up? The vagus, vagus nerve? Vagus, vagus nerve. nerve? Yeah, vagal nerve. Is that, is that what it was? Vagus, vagus nerve, I think. Nerve. You want to look that up? I think that's what it is. People are probably going to correct me and tell me what it was. But yeah, like the guy told us before he showed us the video of the bleed, some of you may pass out just be from the side of the blood. Because your blood pressure, Your blood pressure drops. Mm -hmm. And so this dude just, he was sitting in a, a metal chair. We all were. And then all of a sudden we just heard a bang. Oh my he just flopped off the chair. And then what happened was the trainer lifted his legs up to put, push the blood pressure back to his head. And then he comes to and tries getting up. And the guy yells at him, don't move. And he goes, no, no, I'm fine. He goes, no, you're not. Don't move. He's like, the only reason you're conscious is because I've lifted your legs up to put the blood back in your head. Mm. It was crazy. It's and the, the 10th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve. And it's like... Uh it's directly interfaces with the parasympathetic control, the heart, lungs, and digestive tract. So I can see why that getting squeezed or 
open what is it dilates like is that what happens when, when someone sees blood it's like a it's like, fight or flight and it just all the blood goes down to your your essential organs or something it's like I'm those I don't you know, know those goats that freeze when yeah. you scare them they like lock up and then they fall over it's like mm. those things are gonna get eaten yeah, yeah <laughs> it is easier to herd them though just yeah. like make a loud bang pop a balloon and they all freeze or whatever all right, the devil and God are raging inside me, says, right now in the Buffalo Bills game, one of their defensive players made a tackle. He got up and then fell to the ground. The medical staff have been administering CPR for the past nine minutes. We, we, we heard that. He got tackled. Uh, he got tackled. Yeah. So where well, we the latest information is that he was rushed to a hospital, and we still don't know exactly what is you know, happening. So. I want to talk about some of that stuff. I got a lot, I got a lot to talk about with that stuff. Let's, let's do that. Members only. Because we're gonna get, we'll get spicy, especially with the Fauci files coming off. This will be really, really interesting. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com. Like I said, what we want to do is I want to make a real product for you guys. So we have Cast Castle, we've got, you know, and, and we're trying to pick things up. It's just, it's, it's organizational power, which makes it very, very difficult. But we've got the members only shows for you. It costs money when you watch those videos. It's not free to host those. We pay the bandwidth and you watch it. That's why we, you know, make it a paid thing. But also, we we sell a product. We use the revenue generated to invest and expand the business. And I don't care about owning an infinity pool. I care about setting up these coffee shops around the country, setting up venues where people can come together. That's one of the things I care about. I care about this this uh, fact checking nonprofit we're setting up. That um, we are we have to register in every single state. And right now, I think we're registered in like three. We're going to, we're, we're, this year, I believe we're, we're ready to go. And, um, we may have our federal, uh, information, which means tax exempt status. So we're going to start looking for donors. I'm not going to take any money or be involved in, in any capacity other than like oversight, but we're going to hire people to do fact checking, to build a fact, uh, a fact checking, uh, um, browser extension to, uh, rate news agencies and things like that. Really excited for that. This is the stuff that I'm looking forward to building. And with your help as members, we're going to do more of that. So Become a member at TimCast.com. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL everywhere. Follow us on Instagram and follow at TimCastNews on Twitter. We post articles every day. You can follow me at TimCast. Haya, do you want to shout anything out? Um, yeah, so I'm um, Libs of TikTok on every social channel. And if you go to LibsofTikTok.com, we have a Substack there where we post some um, longer articles that have more research, more investigative stuff, and... Uh, feel free to become a subscriber to help us continue doing what we're doing. Hiya. That was great. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you for providing your perspective and uh, not being afraid to show your face. It, it really means a lot to a lot of people. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, my website is LukeUncensored.com. I did a video today that was titled, This is How You Need to Think in 2023. And I think it's worth watching for the tough times ahead. I'm doing an AMA on LukeUncensored.com this Thursday where I will have to answer your questions. LukeUncensored.com. See you there. Thank you again so much for having me. It's spelled Chaya, but it's pronounced Kaya. Chaya. Chaya. Yeah. It's more like H-A-Y-A with a C-H-A-Y-A. Chaya. 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 Thanks it for coming. It means life is, in Hebrew. Is there a, is there a, a word that describes the sound ch? Like, is there a way to describe that pronunciation? No, there isn't. I don't think so. Maybe in Cyrillic. I think there might be one of those in Cyrillic. Well, yeah. not. Well, well, take up anybody's time. Uh, hey, before I go, I do want to mention. I, I brought this up earlier. This uh, Rogan, Joe Rogan, interviewed a guy named Siddhartha Kara. And this guy went to the Congo undercover and exposed tens of thousands of humans digging up cobalt for your electric vehicle batteries. You want to talk about electric vehicles being sustainable? 
These they say that there there are no artisans there working. They tell people they tell they've been telling us there are no humans on the ground digging. That is all machinery. You see yeah. tens of thousands, like fifteen thousand humans, including kids, exactly digging with their bare hands, breathing in toxic cobalt, and it, it has to get out. So watch that interview with Joe Rogan and Siddhartha Kaya. Thank you, Siddhartha, for doing that. Thank you, Kaya, for coming again. Thanks for Kaya. having me. And uh, Serge. Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed it. Thanks for coming, Kai. I appreciate it. That's actually G in Dutch and Afrikaans, so it's like Chaz. It's like why Arabic, oh. I can say a lot of things, same thing. It's just a different word, different letter, but just a G. It's pretty simple, yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com. Welcome to 2023. It's going to get wild. Yeah. Go to TimCast.com and we'll see you all there. Happy New Year. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.